Hello, and welcome to another episode of Here Be Dragons. Uh, as always, I have a wild cast on top. Uh, across the top, we have Sarah, Glenn, Jared, and Lindsay. My name is Jared. I'll be the DM today. Uh, hopefully my players don't kill me. I mean, hopefully I don't kill my players. I mean, they're characters. If you could bum, each bum, look bum, under bum. your seats at this point. Uh, don't Bye. cut the red wire. Did you give me more candy? I already no. did that. Oh. No. I already did that. Well, oh, get well. what was under my seat. There was a bag of candy. I feel shafted. Well, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> because because I haven't I haven't paid the, the players well enough with candy coins. Uh, this might be their coins. last episode. <laughs> or they're going to boycott. Uh, whatever it may be. Uh, thank you for joining uh, Here Be Dragons. Uh, we are in our eighth episode for this story arc um there's been a lot that's going on we're we're having some fun but before we dive in um we are having a blast playing and sharing with you uh we also have a few sponsors that have helped us out over the last couple years um mostly providing giveaways for you all uh so if you've gotten something or know of someone or have seen one of the the giveaways here uh, go take a look at some of our sponsor stuff because even if you can't afford their biggest, best, fancy like advent calendar things, there's a lot of cool stuff that uh, these these smaller companies have done. Uh, all of them around the gaming sphere: um, Caffeinated Cobalt, Critical Treasures, uh, Encounter Plus, and Heimdall, also known as uh, Blacksmith Craft Dice. Um, previously, known previously known as. They're a bunch of great, great companies that have made some cool stuff. Take a look at them. You may still have time for some of them to ship to you for Christmas if you wish to get nerdy things for a loved one or for yourself and put Santa as the the from line. Uh, you know, if you have to. The, how did six sets of metal dice show up under my tree? Santa, thank you. Uh, Santa. Yeah. So take a look there. Um, otherwise... Follow our socials, hop on our Discord. There are giveaways that happen from time to time. There are some other things that are going on in all of the, the meta of our, our show here. Uh, so the metaverse of uh, Here Be Dragons exists on Instagram and Discord mainly. Uh, so take a look there. There's stuff that happens. Uh, and also take a look at our merch. We've got some cool shirts and mouse pads and blankets. You can get a Linus blanket uh, if you really what, we're, we're booping the DM already. Thank you for the the boop the DM, Scott. Uh, keep it coming. I don't think we have a limit on those. Uh, Jared Hoy over there is rocking our Pillow Goblin shirt. Uh, there's a pocket Pillow Goblin. Lindsay's got the, uh, what did we call him, Fluff? Is he Fluff? I don't know. Pillow uh, Dragon. The Pillow Dragon shirt. Uh, so you can get either of those on our site. Uh, merch dot stream elements dot com slash here be dragons dnd or the link below and we've added a couple new designs in the last week two yeah, weeks three yeah yeah like know. i said there's a linus blanket like if any of you has been following you can get a like a a card uh but the size of a blanket of that that actual item so if you ever want linus in your game uh you may have it and you may have the blanket to, that goes with it um yeah there's there's some cool stuff check it out and um Rep our gear, have some fun, whatever it may be. Uh, players, any announcements, any fun, anything happening that we should know about? Going once, going twice. 
We're boring. Uh, let's dive into uh, a game so we're a little less boring to you. Um, yeah. I killed the players and their characters and everything imploded. <laughs> Bye, says Glenn. Uh, nope. Well, we're, <laughs> we're, we're... Good show, guys. <laughs> good show. All right, we had a good run. Uh, we're diving back in to the Festival of Lights happening in Festivals. the town of Candle... Or not Candle Keep. Crystal Keep. Wow. Candle Keep. Nope. Uh, so in the town of also Crystal Keep... Also I see. A that's thing. a thing, right? It is. It's in a totally different place. A uh, different world. It's a library. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, so we're, we're back at Crystal Keep, and the Festival of Lights is about midway through. Uh, last night, there was a, a large light show that happened to celebrate this festival, uh, but partway through, a booming voice echoed throughout the town and sent the townsfolk scurrying home quickly as it was ominous and uh, had a message about the children. Now... Our party, most of our party, let's say, uh, it was Lily, Eljord, and Fizz, had gotten their their new home. Um, they had gotten a, a place just up into the old part of town that uh, was once a, a little shop with a, a home above and is now very much abandoned. But with their friend, Electrum, they were able to make a home base. Thanks, now, Corian. Corrigan, however, had gone off to do their thing, go to meet the king and uh, spend some time in the king's preferred seating area for the light show. About partway through the light show, uh, Corrigan, out of the corner of their eye, had seen some shadows move. Now, there were lights going everywhere and people moving about, but these shadows seemed to be mildly detached from another being, uh, and just kind of moved on their own. Uh, Corrigan, as you were, as you were hanging out and speaking with the king and the, the elven emissary that you had met, uh, a couple nights prior, uh, how, how would you have reacted to these shadows? I mean, it's a festival of lights, so it's not, nothing is, is surprising me about shadows unless they're like coming to life and stealing children or something then i'd get involved <laughs> yeah, yeah there's there's no stealing of children uh but i i'd imagine it's all just you know play with either magics or torchlight dancing and as the torchlights dance and these shadows move about corrigan continues to party now we're going to spend a second here to say thank you scott denuso for all of those bits uh you are the new hype boss so Feel free to pick a player or DM on screen to get that nat 20 uh, as you are the new hype boss. Teleport should get it. <laughs> Sarah, give it to Sartan. Which one? Oh, geez. Scott, Scott, Scott. You've also <laughs> given it to Jared before as well, and we had to figure out who that Jared was. <laughs> so, uh, well... I'm going to say well, the attractive one. Uh, was he the one who said that? I don't know. Come on, Scott. Well, we'll we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure yeah, it out. Uh, so now, as as the light show had started, the <clears throat> oh, to Jared Sarden. Oh, that's me. I knew it. Me. Oh. Players. Mother. 
uh, I believe in the words of some Jurassic Park quote, better hold on to your butts. Uh, I'm I'm gonna start smashing faces soon, uh, but the light show. Clever girl. That's... Clever girl. I'll save that one for later. Uh, <laughs> okay. The good. light show had begun, and about partway through, as the booming voice hit, uh, Corrigan, you feel that 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 sound almost emanated from nearby. Uh, you can't quite pinpoint where it came from, but as as the booming voice. Uh, echoed across the town square uh you you noticed that your vision started blurring and you uh were very much having a hard time keeping focus on the world itself like everything started fading to black for you uh whether or not it was just the sheer force of the boom or something else happening uh you only had a couple seconds to to look around before the darkness collapsed around you is there anything that you would do reacting to this? Uh, I was in the king's box when it yeah. went down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you were talking with the king and the elven emissary. There were a few guards. There were a few other nobles up there. It was. It wasn't like shoulder to shoulder or anything. Uh, so you had a lot of space to move, whereas the the city center was very packed tightly. Um, let's see. What would I do? I gotta check my things here. Nope, I don't have anything there. Alright, cool. Uh, probably Corey would just uh, do like Clint Eastwood in, in, in the line of fire. Be like, get down! And just like reach out and, and get as many people as he can with his wee tiny arms huh. and his <laughs> wee <laughs> tiny wings uh, and essentially give cover to nobody. But try to to drag people down to safety to the deck. As as you reach out and uh, like grab at a few people, um, you grab just like a hem of a, a dress and like a, a sleeve of a shirt, and you go unconscious and uh, fall to the ground. Um, now, the next thing you realize is your ears are ringing, and you feel this weighty uh heaviness across you um almost as if every muscle in your body had been punched multiple times and you're just super sore uh, but as you're able to start to open your eyes um you you notice that you're in a bed uh, and you seem to see that there's a couple other beds around uh, in the middle of the room there's uh an older man who what you'd recognize from the, the garb is a healer. Um, so you you may uh, believe to be in um, either a cleric's ward or uh, a, a town infirmary at this point. Um, how do you handle your new situation as you wake up in a completely different place? Uh, daytime or nighttime? Or can I tell? From, from what you can tell, it's it's still kind of dark through the the couple windows that have curtains pulled across them uh so you can't tell if it's early morning or late night um and you can't quite tell how much time has passed you've obviously been moved to a new location so at least a few minutes have passed um it's like you there you there man man old man what uh, uh human man what uh, why, yes why have you taken me here 
What is well, exactly you're, you're in the the town infirmary. Um, this is the royal wing. Um, how are you feeling? I'm. I've I've let off recollection of what what transpired. If I'm being honest, uh, is is the king and the uh, Elvis the the Elvis emissary the Elven emissary uh, hey. those parties. Okay, last I realized there was a big earth-shattering kaboom, and I well, my wings have failed me. The the king is resting in the castle. He was he was taken there and under special care. Um, you said an elven emissary. Um, I believe she, she may be, um, at the castle at this point. We had a few of our royals, um, go that direction. Uh, but there is one man over here. Do you recognize him? And as, as you're able to sit up a little bit, you notice, uh, across the way, uh, the old man points to, uh, a figure and his face is bruised a bit but he looks similar to the man that you had uh met with elven emissary at the party a few nights back oh the uh the older gentleman or like yeah gentleman yeah the one that spoke very little is he awake no he is unconscious at the moment um hmm hmm I will. No, I won't do that because uh, my stats suck in that. Um, <laughs> I do, I do believe he he. It's hard to tell, you know, with the, but uh, he he may be the aide to one of the emissaries. I believe I I saw him at uh, the king's the king's party on the first night. Uh, he he may he may be an aide or even an emissary himself. I've not had the honor to meet him. Mm, well, he's um, an unknown right now, and I believe could you could you state your name so I um, know that you're not um, mentally uh, unsound. <laughs> That's sh sure enough. You can't tell that by a name, but uh, since we're where you're asking, I'm telling. Uh, my name is Corrigan Shee uh, of the, the Fairy Delegates. Um, I travel with a small retinue of companions whom I hope are safe. I don't see them here, so I'm assuming they're as, okay. As you're speaking and, and telling about yourself, you hear, mm-hmm, and he reaches over and he starts like poking and prodding and gently like uh, tugging on your wings and your arms and making sure nothing like causes immediate pain uh and he he looks you over um and you continue to speak and he he goes mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and as soon as you've uh finished your your sentence there he goes did did anything uh hurt you didn't seem to um quit speaking and i'm very much amazed at your physical condition given um we've already lost one of the town guard well, what can I say? I am, I am little. If you wish, you you may go. But if you feel ill or any pain, please please report back here so we may 
at least try to solve whatever issues there are. I, um, I thank you for your strong attendance to my disposition, and I, uh, I, I'll be back to check on this gentleman here, uh, if no one's claimed him. Everyone, everyone should be with someone if they're passing, and he doesn't I, look so good. I will, I will send a runner to, um, speak with the elven emissaries, as you said that he may have been part of their group, um, we'll, we'll at least try to find someone he's with, otherwise, thank you for your kindness. Uh, the door is this way, and he kind of points down a, a hall that, uh, is fairly dark, a couple candles lit, no windows down it, uh, but there's a door at the end that's slightly ajar, a little bit of light coming in. Um, thank you for your time. Is there, um, do you have a, a page or a runner available? I'd like to send word to, to the king that I am recovered and well. I'm sure he's a might worried about his wee friend. Yes, the the runner is actually going to the castle. Uh, we'll we'll make sure that he, he brings that information as well, um, as he is already seeking the the elven council for this man over here. And again, motions to the man he tried to get your your help identifying. Well, thank you for your time. I'll be heading to uh, my abode. I I flutter on out. As you flutter out uh, and get your bearings just a little bit, you you realize you're back behind the the main hall that uh, had the party the first evening. Uh, okay. Up ahead, you do see the the small garden, the the tree, and the um, the little pond there. Uh, I can't recall if you had made it all the way back to that point. I think you came out the front door. So this is the first time that Corey is seeing uh, this little nook. Uh, it's up against the, the city wall, but it's a very serene spot. Um, the the light that you get seems to be that the sun is just starting to peak uh, up over the horizon. Uh, so you're getting a, a very orangish hue uh, across everything. Uh, and there's a, a crispness to the air. Um, it's, a, it's a fresh morning as far as you can understand it to be. Okay. Um... Just, I'll make my way back just because it is so it is so early. Yeah. Back towards the inn at this point? Yeah. No, back towards our house. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you know where the, the house is located. Oh, you, I was the one that set it up. Oh, yes. Yes, you were. Duh. Uh, so as keys, but I don't think I've ever been in it. No. As, as you were um, flying through the town center... You notice that there's a handful of guards here uh, just walking about very much on patrol and very much armed. They're they're very uh, wary of the evening's events prior and are keeping an eye out to every creature that moves. Um, you notice that they've been pointing and looking at corners and dark spaces um, and, and keeping an eye not at the central parts of town, but anything that could be like sneaking in from the edges, essentially. Uh, they they kind of glance at you and, and pay no mind. And as you make your way into the older part of town, uh, you're able to find the, the ye old thread, the building that you have secured. Uh, is entry through the, the shop or through the like a backside or a side thing or something. There, there is the entry through the shop. 
uh, which has stairs in the back if you were to if you go through the front door. Uh, there is a door in the back that, if uh, you were to investigate, would seem to be very much uh, like shut tight and even almost sealed from the inside, um, and painted over on the outside as if to be unusable now. Okay. Well, I guess I'm going thread thread hopping or shopping, or in the front thread door shopping. or hopping. Yeah, I mean. So as you enter the front door, uh, your your beautiful shop is actually empty. There's nothing there. There's a couple shelves along the walls. Uh, there's some sun fading on the floor where shelves were once placed. Uh, in the back, you do see the stairs that go up, and there's a, a, a little bench kind of where uh, you'd most likely do your transactions, where like the shopkeep would sit. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the stairs above, you you hear... Uh, what might sound like some snoring or uh, some heavy breathing as if there's a few uh, creatures upstairs still in slumber. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll fly on up there. I'll fly to avoid uh, stepping on any creaky boards or anything. Yeah, as, as you fly upstairs, you do notice there's Lily and Eljor. A bag uh, that you recognize as Fizzle Pop's little uh, domain. Uh, and uh, another body that is is laying on a, a small cot wrapped in a blanket, a larger human male. Uh, familiar, unfamiliar? Uh, unfamiliar immediately, um, as you hadn't gotten the full glimpse of the man that uh, was pulled out of the jails in the bag in parts or whatever had occurred. He was in one piece. He was in one piece. Oh, you, yeah. I, when, when Fizzle Pop took the salt to the people. Yeah, I got it. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, you might you might have a little inkling of who that may be, but not immediately like, oh, I know this guy. So. Okay. Um, I'll find a spot and kind of nuzzle in somewhere. I don't yeah, know. There's... Let's see. Uh, either with with Eljor, yeah, I'll, I'll nuzzle in with someone. I'll, I don't care who. Uh, on on the bed that uh, has Fizz's bag, you can you can oh, uh, thank you for the boop. Uh, you can notice that uh, there's it looks like the bed hadn't been slept in, so Fizz probably spent her her evening in the bag. Um, so there's space there, but you can also go <laughs> diving in uh, next to Eljor if you wish. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't care who, but I just want. I just want the warmth of a people, like like a small Cuddles. puppy cuddling up which next one, to Elgin. Which, which one looks the most cuddly between? Well, Fizz is in her bag, or in his yeah. bag. Uh, between Eljor and Lily, which one looks the cuddliest? I mean, let's ask a quick question. Eljor, Lily, uh, would you be sleeping with heavy covers, light covers? Uh, oh, light what? or heavy. Because I am an elf, and elf are cold perpetually, I think, oh. because they're so thin and tall and long. I'm a gnome. No, I... <laughs> Elves don't actually so sleep, though, do they? Light. So light for the uh, gnome. Trans. True. So like, True. Well, you know, we keep you know our passive perceptions. Lily's a gnome, which means, like, because I'm small and she's small, 
There's the best spooning. It's the spooning situation. <laughs> the best but spooning situation. You're the situ little spoon. <laughs> you're the little spoon. He's maybe the Eldor best spoon. If Eldra wants to get involved, we could be like a measuring cup. A measuring <laughs> cup. <laughs> Just the, They're the like party. nesting spoons. <laughs> the the party just like all squishes together. The the party that yeah. snuggles together. Uh, really need what rhymes with snuggles? <laughs> ruffles. Uh, ruffles together. I don't know. Snuggles. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll 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 cuddle up and and snuggle in with Lily because it's my size appropriate. Now, just yeah. just from my understanding, um, do you do fairies do like the dog thing where they? Uh, get their their nesting <laughs> spot and then turn around three times or do you just like <laughs> i feel like it's more like um tinkerbell from hook like it's in a, the air and then, spin and then a, like a whoosh dive bomb into where <laughs> and glitter bomb yeah just all right so so as as you land uh lily i need you to make a perception at disadvantage Perception. And we're using rolls here. No passives. <laughs> well, but I, I keep my passive when I'm trancing. You can, but <laughs> what what was your, your disadvantage roll there, Lily? Disadvantage was eighteen. Eighteen. Uh you are kind of wiggled awake as uh, a thud happens right next to you and you get a, a light sprinkling of fairy dust across your face that might tickle your nose just a little bit. Cool. Love it. <laughs> Opens eyes, sees Corey, back goes to back to sleep. Like, <laughs> All right. Okay. About an hour or so later, the sun starts to break through uh, the windows here as it needed a little bit more time to get above the buildings across the street. Uh, so the the light in the room uh, starts to glow a bit. The dust catches in the, the sunbeams that come through the window uh, and starts to stir most of you awake. Uh, Fizz, you don't catch any of this. Whatever you're doing, however you're nestled in your uh, little domain, uh, it's the same exact spacing mm -hmm. uh, nonetheless. I can't, I can't help but equate Fizz to this kid, this 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 friend of mine in high school that I had, his room was in the basement, like it was a furnished basement, but like he'd fall asleep to like heavy death metal, like at <laughs> super high levels, and that's how I picture fish. No, that was me, legit. Especially when oh I was God. in college, I would just like drop asleep somewhere random on campus, like it was so weird. Between courses, let's just go lay in the library for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. Eight hours later. <laughs> <laughs> Eight hours later. Well, missed my class. Uh, yeah, so so Fizz in her, her space. Uh, Fizz, because we've talked about it, how, how are you doing in your little uh, domain? What's going on in there? Well, last I remember, I was working on maps or something. Yeah, and, you were. And... Um, yeah, no, I never stopped by or anything, so I think I probably just fell asleep at my desk because I never thought about it. So you you begin to wake up as you hear some movement uh, out the top of your bag uh, and kind of sit up and see that you've got 
a bit more drawn than you expected, uh, most likely because you just continued to work as the eyelids got heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple slightly sloppier lines, like Fizz notices, but most people probably wouldn't, uh, that you see where you probably finished for your evening. Uh, but the commotion outside uh, starts to wake you a bit. Um, party, how does how does the morning kick off for all of you as you now have a Cory in your midst? <laughs> uh... Excuse me. When did Corrigan come back? Corrigan? Oh, I've been here. I've been here the whole time. Like... What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> the whole time? Yeah, since I got here. Since I got oh, when here. Was that? When was that? <laughs> uh, Last night. <clears throat> in the past, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, in <laughs> the future. He'll get here eventually. The, <laughs> the healer took care of me, sent me back here. He said... Hey, take care. I'll send someone if things go bad. Were you hurt? Also, what happened while you were gone? That, that's a question you've asked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as far as I know. I don't know. I was hanging out. I, I, was, I was with the king uh, in the box talking to the uh, our, my elven friend uh, when there was a, a large... Uh, boom, and uh, I saw things go black. I tried to save as many as I could, and then I woke up with the weird guy touching me. <laughs> he gave me like That's little tugs on my wings. That's really weird. Uh... Also, that one guy, the, the creepy one, that's with the elven lady, the king. I think his face may have burned off. His face has changed slightly. <laughs> Because I'm From scared the of boom? Maybe. DM. <laughs> did we hear the boom too? Yeah, you did last night. Uh, there was there's a, a large okay. boom just before the voice had spoken. Uh, the ominous voice that said the children have awoken. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. So you did hear that. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, we heard the boom too. Do we know what the boom was? Ip, ip. <laughs> My <laughs> internal alarm clock. Beep, beep, beep. Boom. Get out of bed. This is zoom Do something. Fizz um, likes to mess with, with things like that. Fizz, you hear your name Morgan, at this how was point. The party? And I come out and I'm like, it's pretty noisy up here. Where's breakfast? <laughs> uh, I, I could go for a scone. Let's get some scones. Yeah, that sounds delicious. We should go down <laughs> to the uh, the tavern. Get some breakfast. We can chat on the way. Oh, the little one's here. With the, with the wings. The fairy? You mean the best one. <laughs> the little one with the wings. Okay. The bird. Where? And I look at him and I go, are you a bird? 
In fact, I, in fact, I may be terrified of birds. Uh, <laughs> I don't blame you. Try to eat us. In fact, I may be terrified of birds. Um, Hashtag fairy problems. For real. <laughs> Um, I, what, just, uh, I just get exactly up and I say, it's going to sound last great. Night, Fizz? What? What'd you blow up? Me? Yeah. I was here, working. Somehow. Somehow. On the maps, you guys know. <laughs> the eyes. Corrigan <laughs> gives you the eyes. Silly people acting like they never seen lights and they're playing with explosions and now you guys are wondering what the explosion was when you were deliberately setting off explosions and watching them? I don't understand what the confusion is here. Yeah, but that's different because there were fireworks and then there was a message. And then last night there was a boom. I don't think that was firecrackers. Corey, you, you didn't quite catch the message because it was a few seconds after the boom uh, and you had been unconscious at that point. There was a message? Yeah. What did it say? To whom? It said mm. the hills have eyes. Children I'm just kidding. <laughs> children have awoken. Something about children. And we gathered that means the people from the mines. Isn't that right, team? Yeah, we spent some time looking into some old tomes and stuff. What? But... Yeah. Yeah, the ones that talked about the uh, the people that went down there and did all that weird shit the in the mines. The bookshop. You didn't, didn't go. I wasn't even invited. Didn't oh, we read? Whoa. whoa. Didn't we read a thing about the children and awakening? Surely. On probably on a map or or something. Or was it the weird guy that, that sent stuff through the tubes? I remember something. Those guys. <laughs> I think it was those guys. Friends. Countrymen. Two friends. <laughs> Countrymen. Man. Friend, get it? Some friends. Romans, countrymen. And there's a lot going on. It's hard to keep track of it all the time. Yes. Um, DM has a single tear. Just <laughs> there's more than you'll ever know. <laughs> there's about 17 NPCs that you'll never see. They died. They had backstories. Oh. They died. They had lives. I definitely remember something about children. That they're annoying. <laughs> no, they're important. Backbone of society, some might say. So at this at this point, uh, the the man who is sleeping off to the the far end of the room sits up. <clears throat> uh, well, you're quite a lively bunch this morning. Well, you should just be glad to be alive. You're welcome again, by the way. Thank you, tiny lizard friend. Who's this then? <laughs> this is the guy that was almost uh, dead. Yeah, the rifle king. And I made him not dead. Well, he did. 
since we haven't officially met, uh, my name is um, Sir Elder Gleams, but um, just call me Jack. That's... And his brother isn't oh. actually his brother, right? Is that what you said? Mm. I think so. Yes, yes, indeed. Much See, so. you need to be careful around that guy, Corgi, because why? I mean, he's not. Well, he's not who he says he is, I guess. Yeah, that's all the more reason to make friends voice. with him. Make friends with everybody. <laughs> Corgi, Corgi, and the BBEG are uh, best friends, according to um, our dear Fizz. There, Corgi Man is. Uh, well, they've been hanging out every day. They are, they are good friends. I'll give you that. Did he explode me? <laughs> Did he explode me? I don't know. I think that voice might have been him. If we went, we went. I was told that he went to the castle for his medical needs. Him and he's mating with the elves currently. I think. <clears throat> Did you say he's mating with the I... elves? I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm so confused. Fizz needs coffee. <laughs> they're, that's already a thing, though. They're making half elves. Oh, weird. <laughs> they're making half elves. <laughs> that's, that was that was that, Corey's. I love that Glenn's response was so delayed. I love it. <laughs> Sometimes they just like take a while to process things and then I remember that that was said even though it was like four seconds ago. No, I get it. So I apologize if that happens again. <laughs> no, that's fine. I mean, it's it's a beautiful time here in the States where we have a couple large holidays squished together. Uh, you know, Thanksgiving, the precursor to the Christmas season. So most of the people here it's, in the States are in like a, a mental Thanksgiving's fog. the warm-up holiday. It's the warm-up holiday. We're in a mental <laughs> fog. It's not even. They've skipped over it now. Well, I mean, like, yeah, it yeah. it primes you for all the, like, family stuff. Like, it's, like, one day instead of, like, two weeks with your family. And Thanksgiving yeah. here in the States is where you eat a lot of food between Halloween and Christmas. That's just kind of like your your center yeah, point yeah. between. That's That's it. That's all it is. Uh, yeah. You gain all the food Everybody's for your hibernation. Goals goes away. <laughs> Basically, I messed up. I, I messed up my turkey this year. Oh no! Oh. I just feel like I don't even know like where we're at in the holiday season because like Christmas ads started before Halloween. Yeah. Just all Christmas ads ago. I'm Guys, celebrating the spring solstice already. Fuck it. We got Christmas presents before Thanksgiving even happened. So, and some of them weren't even wrapped. It was just like, here's your Amazon package. Well, I, I can't like, wow, say much magical. about that because Jared sent one in a text before Thanksgiving. So, you know, text. <laughs> I text people their Christmas gifts. Uh, if you haven't gotten your Christmas gift already, I don't have your phone number. It's just Venmo. I just, here's your Venmo link. I sent you $5. No, no. We'll, we'll continue that later, but we're currently celebrating the Festival of Lights. Come on. Yes, we are. Exploding lights. Come on. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> we should go get some coffee and scones. And, yeah, scones and crumpets and coffee. Friend, friend do you want any? 
because you probably want to stay here so that nobody sees you slash recognizes you. Y- yes, um, I- I'll-, I'll gladly take whatever. Um, Let's get some scouts. Feel free to send something back or bring something back. Um, I'm sure that I, I can pay a courier. Um, he reaches into his pocket and he's got a, a few coins left over from his his purchase of goods the other night. Great. Cool. So All he right, sits down go. and he sits down and starts uh, perusing a few papers that uh, were in some of the boxes prior, uh, and does his thing. I look at him and I grab my bag, <laughs> just like watching him. He he gives a a nice wave to the party. Uh, obviously, seeming a bit more cheerful and excited, especially that you were able to free him from pillow prison. You know. Yeah. Right. Well, no, I freed prison. him from the real prison. Yeah. What real are you prison. talking about? You, you guys, you guys let him out. Of and apparently, I saved him from some murdering ghost attacking people into pieces. So. Oh man. The murdering ghost was you. I didn't mur- kill anyone. I just broke someone's <laughs> ankle. And it was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> Walking around with pieces of people. No, we had. He was a whole person. He was not in pieces. What it looked like at all. Fizz will never live this down. Hashtag danger lizard. She was was there too. Yeah. Can I have my cloak back, please? We gave it back to him. Do you harm small animals in your free time? Huh? No. (laughs) Yikes. Uh, Just making sure. The whole idea was that we. It wasn't free like... time. It was scheduled. No, I gave it back to him when we were downstairs, <laughs> when we got the dead guy. Hey, not not you dead guy. <laughs> when we got the guy into the basement, I gave it back to you. So if you don't have <clears throat> it, it's on you. I don't have it. No, I, I vaguely remember it. So you may uh, put that back in your character sheet if you wish. <laughs> what? Okay, so we're going right. for scones. Yeah. Let's get some scones. There, there is a uh, a small bakery just down the road uh, on the way to the inn. So you may is it choose the Shadow to... Reels Bakery? Is it the Shadow Reels Bakery? Do you remember seeing the sign that said Shadow Reels Bakery? I'm just asking. Yes, it is. I don't think Great. she's here, but that's okay. So the Shadow Reels Bakery is there. Uh, in a reference to something. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. Just we... smile and okay, nod. Cool. Smile and nod. But uh, the reference for those of you who may remember or not, uh, Shadow Reels is one of our uh, longtime watchers who, uh, when it works out, because she's in the UK, I believe, uh, and it's not 1 a.m. for her, she'll be here. Uh, But she had given some tips and bits and whatnot and was like, what about a bakery? And so we named a bakery after her. So this realm has a chain of bakeries called the Shadow Reels Bakeries. So there, there is a, awesome. there is a, a chain of bakeries. You did notice one just down the road. Um, should be open at this time, but there's also uh, past that you can head to the inn if you wish. Where do you wish to yep. go? Let's go to the bakery. The bakery. As you approach, uh, party, you notice that there's uh, a couple people standing outside waiting to go into the bakery. Uh, as if there's a little line. There's a few tables out front that uh, are mostly filled. There's two empty ones and about four or five uh, filled tables. Everyone's uh, enjoying a pastry on a plate. 
uh, a cup of some warm beverage next to it. You see a little bit of steam coming up, uh, and there's uh, an excitement that's going on across everyone there, just like uh, a happy uh, spot that uh, people are getting together. You notice that there's people hugging and seeing each other potentially for the first time or uh, or excited to see someone after last night's events. Um, the city is, is lively, uh, more lively than one would expect because of the, the festival going on. Um, and as you approach, the, the people who are waiting in line are able to make their way into the bakery and you see a few come out. Uh, so it is a hopping place this morning. You smell sweets of all sorts. Uh, and as you walk past the tables to the front, uh, you, you smell uh, a bit of tea uh, kind of wafting off of one of the tables and then what you believe to be uh, a coffee or coffee-like drink as well from one of the other tables. Uh, very, very enticing smells. And as you get to the door, uh, there's a, a little goblin there who uh, is standing in the doorway and he goes, one second, please. We uh, were quite busy this morning. Can you just wait a moment? We'll let you in briefly. And as, as you're waiting there, he, he like taps his toe nervously and like watches the people inside and looks at you and watches the people inside. And you see him like counting Okay, we need one more person to leave, and a few people are, are starting to walk out. Uh, yeah, I think you can all fit. And uh, as he lets you in, the the bakery is actually empty at this point. He let the, the five or six people out. Uh, so the you party are the only ones in the, the front of the bakery and are able to look through some of the glass panes and see all of the, the sweets that have been made. Uh, there's another goblin behind the counter. It seems that these uh, these shops are, are run by goblins, and so everything's a bit lower um, as you walk yes. in. So it's, it's at the height of uh, part of our party, but to our, our friend Eljor, it's a little uh, low. You're kind of like hunching down a little bit or leaning over to, to interact. Hi, welcome. I, uh, we've got lots of pastries that we just made just for our guests. And you can tell that uh, their their hospitality is is trying to be great, but they're very nervous creatures as they're greeting you and uh, running the shop. Um, is there anything that we can get for you um, in the cases or to drink? And he points up to a sign that's got a few different uh, drinks listed up above with some, some coinage prices. Great. I'd like a bear claw and a black coffee. Like a literal claw of a bear, or okay, okay, no. good, because we don't deal no, with no. meats. We do have a few, we do have a few treats down there. And he he looks and he snaps, and uh, one of the other goblins who's just kind of sitting back behind the counter hustles up and grabs a, a box and starts putting a bear claw in and just kind of watching you all for the next orders. Little orange juice, me. I want. I want. Uh, a good berry scone, if possible, with some thistle tea, please. Yes, yes, we, we have both of those. We can get them for you. And you see another pastry get set into the box. Uh, and we had just a, an orange juice, correct? Is that what Eldor had ordered? Uh, Fizz, mm -hmm. the goblin turns and looks at you and waits for your order. Something cinnamon, I guess? Something cinnamon! We've got that! And like three pastries get thrown in that <laughs> that look like they're cinnamon covered or uh, infused. Uh, 
And as, as you're sitting there, the goblin behind the counter writes a few things down and then gives a very scripty uh, like sign on this piece of paper and then sticks it to the top of the box. Um, and it's, it's got your order on there. Um, you can hardly read the, the scratch of the writing of what has been ordered. Uh, but you see that there's like five pastries in this box. Uh, and then there's a couple things written. Uh, a small tray comes sliding out and a few uh, little uh, cups get set down and then a mug gets set down. They're all empty and then a few goblins go in and out of the kitchen very quickly and get the teas and uh, the juice and everything all poured for you all. And the goblin behind the counter is just grinning ear to ear with his big sharp pointy teeth grin. And he's just excited, and he goes, Anything else we can do to serve you before you enjoy your beautiful day? Nope. Okay, that'll be, um, two silver, please. I hand one of the silver. I'll get the other one. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I bought the house. <laughs> I bought the house. <laughs> uh, the, the goblins look at you briefly. Wait, did you buy this one? And they all just stop don't and stare you? at you as if, like, because you said you bought the house. Don't uh, you think you would know if we bought this house? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Back to work, boys. Back to work. Um, You enjoy your beautiful day. And if you need anything, the Shadow Reels Bakery is always open as long as it's sun up to sundown. Great. And they're they're all waving Thank and then you. the goblin at the door. Are they waving for us to leave? No, they're just like waving like thank you. Oh. Uh, and just like they're all they're all happy. They're not they're not like shooing, they're just waving. The goblin at the door just <laughs> nods his head like thank you, thank you, thank you as you walk past. Uh, and then there's there's two people uh, waiting to get in and you hear him say something along the lines of I I just gotta count to make sure that there's enough space for you. And you all realize that you were the only people in there prior. Uh, and you see him, like, on his fingers counting. And then he goes, okay. And those two people go in. Uh, so I guess they put the one that's not so great at math at the door. Uh, <laughs> there's a couple tables open here. Unless you wish to go back to the the inn and sit in, like, the, the pub area to have your breakfast. Uh, let's sit here. I don't see why not. Sure. We did get something for our friend, right? There Where there we were going? extra pastries in the box uh, that they threw in from Fizz uh, when she ordered something cinnamon. Ah, oh, great. So, if not all five pastries are consumed, then you have something you can bring back to him. Great. We'll just try to save one of those. Okay, um, so let's chat about... What we think is going on. I think someone tried to blow uh, me up. Tried to blow you up? You specifically? I still don't remember an explosion, though. I mean, I woke up in a in the medicine house. I mean, you had no injuries, though. You think if someone had blown you up, at least you had a little singed hair. I mean, I'm pretty sore. Wait, pretty where sore. were you... When you passed out, in the king's in the king's observation books, watching the fires, fireworks. 
and his face looked all mangled after the blast, or was that before? Uh, the face mangling was on the different guy in the hospital. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought I thought maybe that was the king. Um, but he was in the box with you, though. Yes. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't recall him. Oh. He might have been the other lady. The elven, em the elven emissary is was there. Was talking with her and the king. Now I have no idea where I'm from. Um, <laughs> and then there's the explosion. But I've seen him with with her at the party, and then when we first met at the table downstairs at the inn. Hmm. Maybe we go see her in the um, in hospital. You think you could arrange that, Mr. Royal Man? Well, that, yeah, that's... I told him that I'd be back to check on the guy. Uh, you need but your I ready, wanna, yes? Yeah, well, I kind of want to see if I can talk to her first. Ooh. To see if he was in the room with us. He was in the room where it happened. Yeah. Yes. I'm. I'm just waiting for that redemption for me to sing something about the episode. Thank you for the rest of you uh, who are taking care of that. Uh, now, as as you're speaking, can I get a perception check from each and every one of you? Is it daylight? Yes. It is daylight, but not not uh, overly bright. I believe. I believe you have a caveat on that one, and I can't remember if you're able to not have to roll on it because of proximity to party and or other things. If it relies mm. on my sight, no. then I'm at disadvantage. No, it's not relying on your sight. It's relying on hearing. Ooh. 13. 15. 13. Well, let's see, after I had my perception of a six to it rolled a seven <laughs> all right so uh you all hear some murmured wow, bits of conversation uh eljor you hear uh as you're as you're enjoying your breakfast you overhear an old woman uh speaking to someone you hear oh did you hear about that young boy who um he was dripping tar out of his nostrils when he came from the mines mm. And they say he spoke like an evil beast. But I just saw, I could have sworn I saw him just running through the streets playing with the other children. Do you think it's connected to last night? Oh my uh, god, did they mean actual children? Lily, you the Children you have hear, awoken. You hear uh, briefly... Uh, a man talking to another. It seems that the blast last night killed a few guardsmen, and and you don't catch much as they're walking past, but you hear that a few guards were killed by whatever blast had occurred last night, whether or not that's the boom that you had heard or something else. And Fizz, uh, you, you overhear some more conversation as well, and uh, it seems like a, a few young kids joking about something Oh, did did you hear that um 
during the fire show last night, um, it, se- it seemed like the king's box exploded. Like, everyone just kind of flew out of the viewing booth. And, um, well, I hear the king floated away. <laughs> That's, oh, I don't know. That's weird. But did you hear that? And the other boy just kind of giggles. Oh, I, I heard that, um... The the fireworks blinded like someone last year, and um they still can't see. And they're they're giggling and laughing as they go past. Uh, unfortunately, Corey, with your your lower role, you just hear conversations about the the breakfast and uh, how wonderful the pastries are, uh, and they're they're talking about how the goodberry pastry has been one of the best created in uh, in the lands. So. It fills you up for the whole day. There it is. So apparently the 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 box exploding was a thing. And there's a rumor yeah. that the king floated away. But somebody explained to me what's going on with these creepy kids. Like what are what, I what's the situation? I, I didn't think when the voice said the children have awoken that it would be actual children because I think I have some qualms about fighting them. Yeah, I thought they were talking about dwarves. We're talking about just like my but children. Again, we've seen know, something somebody... written down about children being awakened. Maybe on the back of. Uh... Yeah. Where did we see it? Here's the thing. If there was a child that was not naturally asleep and is now awake and it's something to be afraid of, I'm going to behave appropriately. So we have that clear. <laughs> Fizz. I don't know. I, I thought that for some reason they were talking about dwarves. And they were talking about people that had gone into the mines to be a part of something. Is that right? Am I... What we've read about in those books. Yeah. But why wouldn't they say the dwarves have a weekend? Is it a cult? I think the children like... are just like the followers of that, you know, cult, yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so as uh, the three, or the Two of you who were actually at the the library, uh, Eljor and Lily, the book that you had read had made mention of a cult and that the children were like the ascended ones who became part of whatever uh, deity or being uh, was worshipped in the mines over the 50-year period. Uh, They got to become more powerful or more enlightened or whatnot, uh, but it doesn't speak of who or what they become after the fact uh, because no one has been recorded to have seen them and or survived seeing them. Okay. (sighs) What if we go down into the morning to see what we can find? I feel like that's the most direct route. Yeah, I I agree. That should be fun. (laughs) That should be be fun. (laughs) Who has dark vision? (laughs) Under the mine? We could ask my elven friend. I can actually you? see you if it's dark. I don't necessarily... Yeah, I have dark vision. I... I mean, I think I glow. I prefer to be where it's not bright. I can't see when it's like this. I do have dark vision. Awesome. I didn't 
see it right away, but I see it now. I can see. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's drop off the scones for our friend so he has something to eat. If he wants to go with us, and then go. Because it would be rude not to invite him. Even Zelda agrees. Are do the vines! <laughs> do, do the vines! Now, you bring uh, all the those vines, uh, devices as well. Yes. The devices that we were granted to use for the heists, but may be useful in other circumstances? Yeah. Why not? Nice stuff. Well, what do they have to say about it? Who? Those guys might know. What guys? The little kobold man. Oh. Electrum and lock, stock, and barrel. Exploding kobolds, yeah. Yeah. They might know. They must have an idea. They might. Uh... <laughs> We're not exactly on, like, the best terms with him right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Why is that? He was, he remember he told us he was, like, part of the cult thing. He was, like, the no, leader no, no. of the gang. Uh, to, to, uh, Make sure that we don't cross the cult. Uh, no, 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 he's the leader of the gang that he, they were arresting people okay. for being, and then he. The red, red shoe or something? The underfoot. And then. Underfoot. Red and then he said he the left of... it, but he's like still talking to people in there, and then he's like all he salty because not... some. I thought he chose what? not to be involved with them. Yeah, he chose not to, but he kept talking to them. But his people got the house for us. So, I was initially really upset about it. But the thing is, I slept on it, and I thought, you know, it's probably a good thing that he was keeping tabs on them in case they, they started to go crazy because, you know, he's got his brain on straight. Um... It's okay. But then he needs to... St I don't know. He didn't leave him behind, though. He's like, oh, I'm done with them. No, he wasn't done with them. He was... When... Done. Sorry, when we're flying around town, like, looking around town, walking around town, are there any, um, vagrants, vagabonds, bums, hanging around? At this point, you don't notice any. Uh, being the festival, it seems that, uh, the streets were cleaned of them, whether or not they were rehomed or asked to move out of the city. Uh, there were a few spots that looked like they might have been a little bit more worn in like a corner that had been lived in, uh, but there are no no beings uh, inhabiting uh, some of these areas. So you don't see any uh, street folk at this point. Okay. Got it. I'm really curious to see what the initial plan was for the explosion if it was to kill someone if it was to send a message how do we know uh, that know the king flew out of the box yeah kids are coming out of the mines with tar coming out of their orifices and the explosion seems to not have really hurt the king he floated out of the box 
my insinuation is that he caused the explosion. He was the one speaking. <sighs> oh. So I did you honestly tell? I really should be seen momentarily after the Agreed. explosion to see to make the the inquiries about his health and whatnot. Yeah, you should. So maybe I can figure out something there about this thing and and yeah. run into you at the mine entrance. Yeah, we'll just wait for you over there. How about that? Don't go underground without me. I'm scared. I don't want oh. to. Okay. <laughs> There's, I heard about underground birds. Where are those? Cavidactyls. Cavidactyls. Exactly. Cool, so we'll right. meet you there after your meeting with the king. All right, so <laughs> Corey goes to see the king. Uh, the rest of the party goes and uh, finds the mine entrance. Is there anything the rest of the party wishes to do? Um, I know there's some chat about potentially going and seeing Electrum, Lock, Stock, and Barrel, going to the inn, or are you just going straight to the, the cave? I think we should just go straight to the cave. Okay. Uh, we really got yeah, a lot of information house, from... Right? Isn't our stuff at the house, though? Like, we need to get all of our stuff. Yeah, any, some of like, your stuff my... would be at the house. You do have the food to drop off as well, if you wish. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Uh, we do want to make that pit stop. Cool. So the party... Uh, <laughs> the party short of Corey uh, heads back to the the house, gets the rest of their gear, uh, hands the, the few pastries off to jack and he he thanks you so much for the food and just dives into it and you see that he's enjoying these cinnamon pastries more than one should enjoy a cinnamon pastry as if he hasn't had one in many many years um you see him just like leaning back and going mm, 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 and it's just like it's an all right cinnamon pastry and he's just excited to have real food again um and he thanks you again a few times as you as you head out and as you're walking, uh, you're able to find the way to the, the caves because you had been reopened for touring as part of this festival. You see a few signs about cave tours and whatnot. Uh, and it leads you off to uh, a little bit of the side of the town center. Uh, and you notice that on the, the flooring, as you approach the, the cave entrance, there's some um, inlaid metal beam as if there were some tracks for uh, carts to be pushed along that stops just outside of the cave entrances. If they'd removed the, um, the ability to roll carts up through town to wherever they had uh, deposited some of the, the gems in the past, but the, the metal beams and, and tracks lead down into the caves uh, up ahead. Um, the sign for tours has a, a big uh, crossed out uh, portion of it, and it says closed temporarily. Uh, and there's only just a, a small rope hanging in front of the cave entrance uh, for for essentially telling visitors you can't come in. There's no guards, there's nothing there preventing you, but it's it's closed temporarily at this time. Uh, as you've as you made these rounds, uh, if there's anything you wish to do here, uh, we can. Otherwise, we can go see what Corey does with the king. All right, off to Corey. 
Corey, you're you're able to uh, get into the the grounds of the castle. They recognize you as have been have been there in the the past few days. Uh, one of the guards even actually waves at you as um, he he recognizes you as he was probably at the the front gate potentially uh, when you had entered the first time, uh, and and sends you on through. And as you get closer to the 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 castle front, uh, there's a few guards at the front, and one of them steps forward and puts a hand up as if to ask you to stop. Excuse me, sir. What can I do for you today? Uh, Master Corrigan Shade, uh, for, sorry, no, Emerson, Emerson, Emissary Corrigan She, uh, for, to see the king. Well, the, the king is not in right now. He is, um, Expeditioning, so I will kindly ask you to either come back later or you may sit on in the benches in the, the grounds. He may be out for a few hours if you um, are willing to wait. Sure. Um, mind if I wander the garden? I feel a little better surrounded by nature than by the tall walls. Well, you may you may wander wherever you wish. Um... We will we will sound a, a trumpet horn when the king has returned, and you may know that you can come back. But um, like I said, it may be multiple hours before he returns. Um, thank you. Uh, can I do an insight check on him? Sure. Insight away. I'll do it. That's yeah, pretty good. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Uh, you believe that this man is telling you the truth that he is he is 100 percent saying the king is out as if he had just seen the king ride off moments ago um you don't feel that there's any ill intention from his his speech just the same i'd like to turn into a wee little tiny snow panda moth and uh flutter about the castle see if i can find him and if i can't head to the head to the mine yeah so as as you turn into the moth and you try to find your entrance in there's a few windows cracked open uh just around the corner from the the entrance that you were intending to go through and as you as you make your way in uh the castle is fairly quiet within uh there's uh the same few rooms you've been through in the foyer into uh the king's dining hall uh, you've fluttered through the the king's royal meeting hall. Uh, no one's really on the grounds this morning at all. Uh, but as you get back to uh, the the sleeping quarters, you notice that there's uh, bits of wood that seem as if uh, a door or a wall had exploded from within one of the rooms, uh, and it's it's kind of littering the hallway. Uh, and amongst some of the wood, there's a, a bit of like small sappy uh dark goo that uh seems to be scattered not not copious amounts of it but just li- like a little spray hmm do you wish to enter the room to see more or is that enough as to where you've gotten yeah i'd like to to go in but hover near the top yeah so as you enter the room uh that seems to be uh one of the the most uh, fancy royal quarters, potentially the king's room or secondary room. Uh, it's one of the largest rooms that you have ever seen to be a, a, a bedroom. There's a, a small parlor, uh, a fireplace, 
uh, and the bed. Uh, the bed seems to be uh, thrown apart as if uh, someone had woken from a nightmare and threw pillows and blankets everywhere. Um, the The furniture isn't in a very pretty state. It looks like it's been toppled over. Uh, there's a, a crack through the mirror at the dresser, uh, and there's a bit of uh, chaos throughout the room, papers strewn about. Uh, but at the doorway, there's a, a small puddle of like a black tar about three or four feet from the door. Uh, and it seems that that might be where whatever blew the door open had emanated. Uh, there's bits of the door still stuck to the hinges, but otherwise the door is pretty much gone. Uh, across the walls, you see a couple little spatters of the same uh, black tar. Uh, there's no one in the room, and it seems that whatever happened was quite messy. Uh, there, there's some tar on the ceiling, and there's still a drip that's like oozing down at a very slow rate. So whatever had happened wasn't hours and hours ago, but could have been maybe an hour at the most is what you judge it to be. Okay. Um, I will make mental note and head to the mine. All right. So or not. Head... I mean, <laughs> I guess the dog, the dog is warning of, of imminent doom. Uh, yeah. Whoops. Sorry about that. The guard dog. Uh, but as as you are fluttering out of the the castle, um, you do notice that there's uh, a couple uh, like hand servants that are 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 talking and murmuring to each other, um, and you hear one of them say, "Did did you see what happened in the king's quarters? It, it seems as if um, a creature was there." And the the other hand servant, "Oh no, he he left." Quite gingerly this morning, he went and summoned his friends, and they they walked out and were enjoying the the walk across the gardens. Well, it, it's mm, strange. At least I don't have to clean it up. Huh? Me neither. Poor, poor soul. And they 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 hustle off and do their thing. Uh, but you get a little bit of confirmation that. Uh, what the guard at the front had told you may be true. Copy. Copy. I fly, fly to the, the mines, but keep an eye out for the king's rent, retinue. There you go. Glenn over there, uh, losing his mind as he was hearing the conversation. He shouldn't have heard his Eldor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, Party, you're, you're chilling at the, the mine waiting for your your final party member um and as you're hanging out there a, a small cloaked figure comes kind of hobbling up towards you very quickly the the hood pulled over their head uh and as they hustle up to you they stop and uh begin to pull the hood back just a little bit as if to to show themselves or speak to you do you do anything as they're approaching Now, the hood comes back a little bit, and you notice uh, it's, a, it's a goblin that you had met. Uh, the face is bruised on one eye, and he seems to be missing a few teeth as if he had gotten into a pretty bad scuffle. Uh, this looks like Locke, and he, he pulls his hood back a little bit. I've been trying to find you. Uh, my brothers, they got them. 
Can 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 you help? Lily is miming over there. I said absolutely. I'm so sorry this happened. Uh, what were you guys doing in there? We weren't even in the mines. Uh, we were just walking past. Um, we we'd actually just gotten a few things from the shop down the road so we could make some more of the, the explosion barrel that we were able to launch. Um, one of my brothers in and uh well we were jumped by who uh, i couldn't i couldn't quite tell uh there were a few big men in uh, a very dark leather armor uh, they they seemed um, quite fierce and a bit menacing and they said nothing and they they're beating us up and they, they took my brothers off. They threw uh, a burlap sack over their head and, and, and walked them off, but I was able to scurry away. I've been hiding in, in the shadows, hoping they don't come for me. Uh, which way did they take them? Deep into the mines or somewhere else? Well, we were just around the corner over by our, our little place. I think they came this way. They could be in the mines. They could have walked out of the city. I don't know. Okay. He looks around and puts his hood back over his head a little bit more. Um, and he he just kind of like tucks into the, the corner near you all. Um, and just looks around a little bit. I, I, I'm not feeling so hot. I'm, I'm fine, but like, I don't know that I can go into the caves if, if they're in there. We don't want you to do that. I think you should go home okay. and rest. Okay, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll be there. If I'm not there, uh, there's a small room in the inn that they, they call the broom closet. It's it's a special spot that we've we've purchased just for hideaway. Uh, so I'll be in the broom closet if I'm not at our base. Sounds good. I'll go get some rest, Locke. And he, he throws the hood back over himself and gives a little wave and he hustles off with a, a bit of a limp. Uh, and you see him kind of go around the corner back towards uh, their their little headquarters. Uh, a few minutes later, a few minutes later, you'll see a, a quarry flutter in. But if you wish to discuss what you've just seen, go for it. So just uh, one more thing to deal with here. Um, I really hope that the cult didn't take him, but or take the brothers. But I kind of have a feeling that they did. I think there's a good chance that they did. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. All right. That's all I wanted to discuss. <laughs> That's all I wanted yeah, to discuss. I'm say. just going to keep my eyes <laughs> wide open. Just going to, like, Conversation. stare pointedly. Corey, at, is like, your... just everything around me. Just... Yeah. Fizz, Fizz, is there anything that you wish to say, do, or, or think out loud? Fizz is just taking it in. I have some potions if anybody's going to need one. Just so you know. Okay. Like. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Corey, as you're, as you're fluttering in, you uh, kind of flutter over a small cloaked figure hobbling down the alleyway towards Lock, Stock, and Barrels. Uh, otherwise, you see the, the corner where you need to go meet your party. 
And are you still uh, in moth prob- or Cory form? Uh, I think I'm still moth form. All right. Yeah, I I, I think I ignore the the figure. Uh, All right. Go and land by the party and then swamp back into Corrigan. The like oh, nice swamp. There's Corey. <laughs> I think. Every I think time, the king. Man. I think the king um, may have been attacked by some gross black Ica creature. Can't find oh, that him. That was what was coming out of his face. Yeah. That was what's coming out of his well, face. Then he exploded, and it's the everywhere. I think. Well, it's I everywhere. Think he... I think it may have attacked it's him originally. I'm left. not sure if that person is him. You know? Well, I mean. Either way. She definitely wanna... see that. Yeah. They don't think he's there. They don't think he's at the castle. Says he's out. They said, uh, what do you say? Out. I forget what they said, but it sounded like he's just out on a stroll. And I've, I've been mm. just been blown up. I don't want to be out on a stroll. Yeah. Doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? So maybe, maybe there's something to it. You're a man of words. Was he being honest with you? Uh, I mean, he certainly believed himself to be, to, that I could tell. Uh, That's but... positive, I guess. Cautious. <laughs> um, I couldn't find anybody else, so I came here. Wait, nobody else in the rest of the whole castle? No, no one of import. Like the okay. hand servant okay. were there, and but I knew we were going into the mine, so I wanted to get over here. Yeah, where the good stuff's happening, right? Because apparently where we're going to go into a mine happening. and fight some children. I don't really understand, <laughs> but uh, not for me, I guess. I'm little. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be fine. How are you feeling, Fizz? You're being quite quiet. I'm just listening. I'm here. I'm ready. Danger Lizard will Danger Lizard will show up soon enough, I think. Yeah. Going into the mines. Danger Lizard. Fizz is hashtag Danger It's all Lizard. been just so uneventful, so I'm just Ow. uh you know, I'm here. <laughs> Fizz is here. Uh, Fizz, are you are you still thinking about those few little errors in your your map that you were falling asleep while drawing? Is that what's going on? Maybe. Maybe. Well, I'm just waiting for something amazing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fantastic Love reference. I don't know. That's like my favorite quote ever. I don't know. Amazing, something amazing, I guess. Let's go find something amazing. And then... so, as 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 we're uh, get a torch. There it is. As as we're saying this, um, <laughs> is our next is our next story arc just going to be uh, meme topia or something like that? We we see how many memes we could pull out and use in a D and D campaign. Yes. I mean, it it could happen. I feel like we'd be doing disservice to the world if we didn't. 
Okay. <laughs> and then, so, so I've got to say, whoever can pull off the best David goes to the dentist. Uh, that one's so old, though. It is. Guys, I did that on 10 candles. Did anybody catch it? I Nobody it. caught it? No. <gasps> I totally did it. I'm a little busy. Nobody <laughs> laughed, and I was like, man. I hope someone, someone watching laughed. <laughs> Somewhere in sure the middle of the, the central states of the United States, someone was sitting at their to... computer laughing. I have no idea what happened in that game. So <laughs> That's fair. Uh, it just all goes back to, I laugh at my own jokes. No one else needs to laugh. They're for yeah. me. <laughs> Our jokes are for us. Uh, we're at a great spot. Before you guys, Before you guys go diving into the mines... I think everyone should take a breather, go watch a few memes, spend chicken about wing, 10 minutes. Chicken wings. Oh, man. Spend about 10 minutes getting uh, your chicken wings. Hot dogs and bologna. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but I'm down Chicken wings. Chicken, chicken, chicken macaroni. Chilling with my homies. We're going on break. Yeah. <laughs> okay. it, does. it just it repeats it. It does. Just look it up. Chicken wing, chicken wing. It's super funny. Something yeah. Even weird. <laughs> it's yeah, man. Ouch. I'm gonna. Uh, um, DM takes twelve points oh, of mental psychic work, damage. Memetopia. No, well, no. it. I'm not ready for it. I'm not in the mindset. I'm I don't not know if anybody is. Oh jeez. Yeah. Anybody really ready for that? No. But yes. you may go study your source material for the next 10 minutes, and uh, we'll see what oh, happens. You too. <laughs> we'll see what happens in 10 minutes. So when you hear our, our little 30-second uh, theme song, it means we're coming back. There should be quiet music playing otherwise. Uh, yeah, we'll see you in a little bit. Have fun. Uh, enjoy your break, everybody. All of our players have memed themselves to death on this break. And we're across, ready. Across the board, uh, instead of Sarah, we have Michelle. Instead of Glenn, we have Glenny. Uh, instead of Jared number two, we have Jared number three. Uh, and instead of Lindsay, we have uh, Yed Snil. I can't do it backwards, whatever. Uh, all, of, all of the memes later and a barking dog in the background uh welcome. it's a no bones day hey more memes oh. no bones no bones day oh man she's howling uh what are, yeah. what is she barking at yeah, Quincy going on a road trip. so she she goes and sniffs the door and it scares her and then she like barks um barks at the door yeah like she intentionally will go there and sniff like the crack to of the door to the outside, you know, the 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 door frame, and then she will like freak herself out, and then, or she'll end up so, hearing like somebody in the hall. Yeah. I Aww. think your dog needs a comfort dog. 
I know, I know. Our, our comfort dog needs a comfort dog. I mentally can't handle a third one right now. <laughs> I'm this close, this close to getting uh, Hannah to sign on for a, another dog. Yeah. <laughs> but in her dog defense, goes. she doesn't want to take care of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Puppies are yeah. hard work, and like Zelda has like this whole schedule now. It's like a thing. <laughs> like class they she are. has like training classes and she does scent work so we have to do those and it's like she interrupts our D&D streams yeah oh, dogs it's a thing well, but I got six stickers stickers oh that uh, looks so good as, as we're diving back into the D&D game uh, there are some stickers if you if you don't want a full on hoodie or t-shirt uh, we got some really cool stickers on our shop you can take a look at those. They go nicely on MacBooks, laptops, uh, your brother's car, whatever it may be. Uh, claim it in the name of Here Be Dragons. Uh, you can get the Dabbing Goblin from the last few seasons uh, as a shirt, as a sticker, whatever it may be. Uh, thank you, Sir Hoy, for uh, sharing that with us. Nice eyes. <laughs> and beautiful beepers there, sir. <laughs> Uh, as we have technical issues on Jared's side, as he pans through all of the the cameras and screens and images on his computer, uh, we're now back to some D&D. The party... Oh, another boop. Ow! I was told... <laughs> I Technically, that one wasn't even hard enough. I'm supposed to be drawing blood, apparently. <laughs> uh, we're going to have to remove the boop the DM. <laughs> Because I think people are reading Boop the DM as Slug the DM. <laughs> uh, and I do not approve. Sorry, Twitch made me do it. Twitch made me do it. That won't stand up in a court of law. No, just kidding. Where? Yeah, <laughs> Twitch, Twitch made me do it. There's proof. Logs. logs wait, wait, wait. Up. Did you? Did I what? The show redeemed a certain... Insta musical reprieve. Oh my gosh, that's Hoy. It says popular TikTok dances. Oh no. I'm just not on my account right now. So. Oh man, Hoy, why are you on our account making me do stuff? Oh. <laughs> because we gotta generate content. I was so. I was like. I was like. I was like, Jared, did you just redeem that no, on I, yourself? <laughs> Jared. Uh, so as as we're getting back in, um. Please remind me of something I might know, Lindsay, uh, as a popular TikTok, and uh, we'll get back into where we are. Uh, as you're thinking about it, Or Lindsay, chat your favorite, like, oh, TikTok dances, because they might be different than the ones that I see, because most of the ones I see are, like, dogs and cats and parrots very, and hedgehogs I'm, and stuff. I'm very but... not coordinated, <laughs> yeah. and this is song. This is a musical reprieve. It's not a dance. Uh, but, okay, uh, we're diving back into the show as I'm sweating bullets as to what I'm going to sing here in a few moments. Uh, party, you're just outside of the entrance to the mines. Uh, a very beautiful spot to be. It's at the edge of town. Uh, this looks like it's uh, well taken care of. And the mines themselves, because they're open to the public, seem fairly well groomed, at least at the entrance. Uh, your little goblin friend had run off. Corrigan has showed up and has filled you in on what is happening with the king, and you are uh, thinking about going into the mines. Anything you wish to say, do, or uh, chat about before we go into the mines? 
are we're just gathering information here, right? We're not like saving the day yeah. or nothing. Okay. Uh, we shouldn't be, but there's always a possibility. There is always a possibility. I want to cast Continual Flame on something of Eljor's without him knowing. Does that actually burn? Or does that... <laughs> it, no, it's it just cool. a light. It's essentially just a, an ever-burning light. That's not doesn't do heat or Cast anything. it on his whole body. No, he has no, that... I can't see. Dang it. Oh, he can't, he's not defending not himself. Rich. It's gotta be something that he could he's hide. He's just silent. Something that he could hide. Eljor can't speak over there as whatever Corey cast muted his microphone. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> what if I did I was, it on his I belt? Like, what if I hold a rock and then you use it on the rock? What if, what if I pretend to cast it on the rock but the last second pivot and touch his belly button? <laughs> I don't... <laughs> So, gotcha. so we see Eljar lifting his shirt to like cast light and then pulling it back down. Yeah, yeah, you could hide it again. <laughs> Bing. Lifting it up and down, like, doing like like lantern signals. Man, this one of Now we can see. Now we can see when we need to. Oh man, this. Fun fact. Fun fact oh, about that, Eljar. That's permanent. <laughs> and then I head into the mine. <laughs> oh boy. Now, look, I said it before. I'm going to say it again. If I'm running into kids and I have no more, you guys are like pretty scared of these children of the corn type situation. So I'm not afraid to fight. Oh, I mean, if you've got kids. black ooze coming out of the face. But like, also, can somebody tell me like what kind of, what is this children we're expecting? Like, uh, are, are they children like small people like us? Are they children like orcs? Are they children like... So I have a feeling it's going to be a mixture of different races. But I also think that it'll probably be mostly small people. I don't know why that would be the case. Well, gonna... are we sure are... the children in the underfoot are not the same thing then? That I'm thinking there might be a connection there because what? what? Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> no connection. Run out What's of town. They. I mean, they might have gotten themselves mixed up in it, but I don't think they were the intended persons because they, from what we heard, if I remember earlier correctly, is that they, the underfoot, had been in the mines and fled the town upon their leader dying, presumably with something down here. They may be involved, but I don't know if they were the original intended persons. When did we first hear about them? No. What was, what was the context? We, they we were just coming read to about steal them. the gym. Oh, right. the children. Yes. Oh. Yeah, we like read we read something we on the back of a map or something. Or maybe. Yeah, and then that voice confirmed the existence. Or was it sprayed? Of them. Was graffitied somewhere? Maybe. Yeah, it was it was a like a graffiti thing somewhere near Electrum's hideout, I believe, when you'd seen uh, someone had like scrawled it on a wall uh, that the children, the children are rise coming. again or something. Mm. I have to I have to shout out as you're thinking, 
Um, Penguin Witch Doctor has redeemed a puppy snack time, so oh, any sorry, puppies I didn't nearby say. are able to uh, get crunchies. So I've got one here. If Phoenix is nearby and you guys have something for him, there you go. Or I don't have anything, so you call him. I will do it. I don't think Tesla wants a Tums. Hang on here. <laughs> a Tums. Come here. Come here. <laughs> well, here. As, as you're all thinking, here we go. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. They, they both just put their faces right to the microphones as that happened, like they knew what was up. Welcome to Puppy Snack ASMR. <laughs> this this will be Zelda and Tinkerbell leading you through your experience. But first, kibbles. Later, bits. <laughs> later, bits. He has a snack. There it is. Thank you for the puppy snack time. Uh... That was a lot of points, so hope you enjoyed seeing all the puppies on stream and their snacking. And some free ASMR. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you a Tesla snack when I refill my Tesla snacks. There it is. Or the speakers just blew on someone's headset because they both looked into the microphone when it happened. Uh, okay, so you go into the mines. Um, I need to rewind a second. Do we have a glowing belly button on Eljor? Is that what actually happened? Yes. I mean, I intended his belt, really. Or like okay, something that he could cover up. I can cover okay. it up. Glowing belt. Uh, I mean, you can cover up a, a belly button piercing pretty easily. So uh, there you go. <laughs> Have the dogs wave to each other? Oh man. Yanks doesn't know how to wave. We could do it for him. There we go. There it is. Oh, the dog said hi. Uh, <laughs> so we're we're going into the mines with a glowing belt. Let's just go with a glowing belt, not a glowing belly button. Um, off you go. It looks like uh, who is in the lead? Corey, did you just go flying in? Is that what I heard? Yeah, I guess I did. Well, I'll follow behind Corey. So, marching order looks like Corey, Eljor, and uh, the Trouble that. Twins. Sounds good. Perfect. As you enter the, the mines, you notice that there's magical lights that... Uh, adorn the walls for the first little bit. It seems less like a mine and a bit more like a, a an experience that you would see as like touring an old house or potentially like a an arcanum where there's uh, magical items that are, are set out to be seen. Uh, there's, there's some glass plating along the wall in a few spots and you see some names scrawled into the wall as if they were some of the original miners. Uh, there's a few plaques. A couple of them are knocked over, um, but as you get about 50 or 100 feet in, the magical lights are uh, less bright uh, and even diminish to the point where it's it's not pitch black, but it is darkening. Um, so you can see a little bit ahead of you without uh, dark vision. It's not very easy. Uh, a good solid six to 10 feet is probably all you can really make out. Easily. I can see 60 feet. Oh, you can? I know. With dark vision. I believe Lily has it as well. Uh, Eljor, I don't recall if you do or not. I, don't... I do. Oh, you do? Healthy so does boy, that mean, yeah. Does that mean Cory is the only one without, or am I not recalling it's your so. character Which seems super weird. Like, yeah. Yeah, the faith of As I'm the, fave, the like... Yeah. Yeah. But I can't even do, like... Dancing lights or fairy fire. I can't do any of that at like will. Well, you're not a. It's super owl. weird. That's so weird. 
That should be at well. Worst case scenario, I can um, produce flame and like Mario Fire Flower down hallways to see. <laughs> and it yeah. just bounces down the hallway. Yeah. Ultimately, it's why I said it's gotta make the fire. sound too. Yeah. <laughs> the eight bit. Bloom, 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 bloom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So as, as you're walking through, it starts getting darker, but you, uh, those of you with dark vision, notice up ahead there seems to be a little bit of a drip pattern. Uh, as if something had walked in or out of the mines dripping. The pattern is a, a very dark liquid, uh, and it drips every couple feet, three to five feet, roughly. Uh, it's it's fairly consistent, and then it turns a corner uh, off of the main path into a small uh, hall that looks like it leads downward. Uh, the main path seems to be a, a spiral that leads down a, a large pit. Uh, as as this mine was uh, dug out, it seems they like drilled down um, in their digging and left a path that was spiraling up the sides. Uh, it's not a complete drop off for you. There's there's some heavy rope that is is on posts along the edge, um, and if you were to slip off of the side, uh, it would slide down about fifteen or twenty feet down to the next tier. Uh, at the top tier. It's about 150 feet across this chasm, uh, but as you look down and in, it slowly tapers inwards. You probably could see uh, that it goes on past your dark vision, and judging by just the little bit of space you're able to see and some of the lights that are still lit randomly throughout, uh, this pit may go down a few hundred feet uh, before you even reach the bottom of the footsteps? mine. What's that? But are near? Are there any footsteps near the drip pattern? Uh, not that you can tell. Uh, the mines are pretty well swept at the moment because they were open for touring. They weren't like dirty, dusty. They were uh, uh, kind of cleaned off to the hard floors, the hard pack or whatever below. Uh, so the footsteps that you do notice could have been uh, travelers walking through or, or anything. There's nothing that's like, the killer came this way. Uh, but it also it was... supports, you know, the whole idea that maybe it was a floating thing. Could be, <laughs> you know, could be anything. Could be anything. You don't, you don't anything. notice any scrapings of like crown jewels on the ceiling, as if they floated too high. So that's not something you're worrying about at the moment either. At least I wouldn't be worried about that if I didn't see like scrapes across the, the ceiling. Yeah. Wait, do we think the black goo is still part of the king, or are they separated? Because he said the the black stuff tried to attack the king, right? So like, it was the stuff was everywhere. <clears throat> what I think is actually, um, it came from inside. Like it was sprayed about. Like you've seen blood splatter. You know when you was... take the carotid. The call was from inside the house. Huh. <laughs> So, <laughs> I don't know though. So, hmm. <laughs> that got me. I don't know why. Eljor is losing it. The, the, <laughs> the stress of going into this cave is, is breaking Eljor mentally, I think. <laughs> I'm just like pulling lint out of my lit belly button. <laughs> <laughs> Or if we're still speaking in memes, he's escaping! <laughs> the killer is escaping! <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, for the the six of you who are still listening, <laughs> it's just meme city tonight. Feel free to chat your favorites 
and uh, we'll yes. journey in with you. Um, yikes. Uh, yeah, so yikes. You're, you're heading in, uh, lit by belly button light, and, uh, <laughs> and dark vision. Uh, the drips head down the small hall that, that seems to go steeper down, uh, but you notice on the flooring, this seems to have been like a, a cart shaft. Uh, the, the metal uh, rod in the floor turns down this same shaft as well, as if this was a spot that uh, might have been a little steeper for carts to go between the levels. Mm. So we should follow where the goo goes, right? Or, uh, hear so. me out, we could get in this cart and see where it takes us. Like how you think. But doesn't the goo sounds like Don't we need to follow where the goo goes? Does the cart the, go the, the direction? The goo goes down the, the cart direction. Oh. Uh I mean Corey, I hop in the cart. Corey, you <laughs> don't know where we're El going, but we'll make great time. Eljor as you hop in and Corey probably having seen the cart first. This cart is uh barricaded in so it wouldn't be just rolled off by a random tour guest. Um yeah. the barricade seems to be a couple posts in the floor uh, with a little angle bracket on top to keep it from just being easily pushed over. Uh, but it isn't something that seems unbreakable or unmovable. It's just some wood post. Um, at the thickest, it's a couple inches thick. Uh, so you may decide to break it down, tear it out. Uh, it seems to be uh, posts that are set in deep. So you may even be able to lift it out depending on what you all investigate on it. Okay. I mean, we should definitely use our time for this. Oh, yeah. I, uh, are we climbing in the cart? The cart's move immovable first. So we have to work together to get it out and then set it back on the tracks on the opposite side. Or we can try and break down that little barrier that's keeping it from going forward, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's there's a barrier okay. on either side, so it doesn't get rolled out of the mine or rolled down into the mine. Uh, there's a little plaque on the floor that talks about mine carts and how they were used uh, to, to shuffle gems, etc., etc. Uh, and it said this is the, the most polished and restored mine cart uh, from the era it was used. Um, the wheels have even been uh, fully restored for the highest speed. It says the minecarts can reach dizzying speeds of twice as fast, if not more, as you would ride a horse on a, a straight sprint. So speaking from experience, uh, Lily's not much help in situations that require force to move and open things. Roll back a couple it's episodes. True. The amount of strength <laughs> she put on the door. <laughs> I think that's why we have Eldor with us. I'm not strong. <laughs> that's that's why we brought the tall guy. Oh wait. <laughs> to be fair, I'm not he's very dexterous. useful either. He's dexterous, but he doesn't Help. have strong. I have a mage Help, hand. And I can use my hand. I and also I can throw have a mage my hand. And I can <laughs> throw my hammer, but that's about it. Hey, I mean, two mage hands might be the strength of Lily or Corey. So, like, that's an extra. That's an extra small person there. Like yeah, I mean, <laughs> I would like, I would like to wait until someone's digging for like a little bit of time and they've exerted some energies, and then I'll cast mold earth and just move it apart. 
So what level candy. spell is it? It's, well, it's level. like level one, right? It's a cantrip. <laughs> cantrip. Jeez. So, it's a cantrip? I'll start yeah. trying to work it off. So, so like, Eldor's there, like, moving the post back and forth, trying to lift it up. I know I'm not going to be able to do much, so I, like, put a mage hand in there. <laughs> Fizz is, like, ah! using her her little hands to, like, lift her mage hand up. <laughs> oh, I'm, uh, I'm in there, too, like, putting my muscles in. Lily's underneath, like, pushing up with with her hands underneath Like, please it. don't fall on me. Uh, you're, you're able to lift it a, a couple inches, but it seems to have sunk into the ground a couple feet, so it's not just an easy lift. Uh, so as you lift it up, you notice that there's still a lot more post underneath. Uh, at this time, Corey, how does your, uh, your little trick look to the party? Uh, I feel like it just... I'd like it, if possible, to, like, start under it and ca cavern out the bottom. So just, like, when, like, Eldor or whoever gives a big tug, it just, like, let's go, like, boom. Oh, yeah. So, so <laughs> as they're pushing, you, and then you, the just push, you, you just push the dirt up under the posts to shove yeah. it up. Uh, as, <laughs> as you do that, uh, Corey, can you please just roll me a straight D20? Is a natural one good? A natural one. Uh, so as as you're doing that, uh, you you're just like lifting and you you start slowly and then you're like I'm gonna ramp this up a little bit as you see them getting a little bit excited as it keeps lifting, uh, and you uh, sneeze at the point of lifting. So as you make the hand motion up, it's very quick and it shoots this thing straight up into the ceiling above and it shatters. Um, <gasps> And there's the the post holes are are completely filled straight up to the top, um, and bits and pieces of wood fall down around all of you. Uh, can I get deck saves from the three of you who are lifting the? I wasn't physically the post. touching the post. Okay, then the two of you physically touching the post, and then a uh, deck save at advantage fizz as you were probably near-ish, not like way across the room. I mean, I was 15. within thirty feet, I guess. Thirteen. Glenn. Every time I like sniff or do anything, I just don't want you to have to hear that. So I always meet myself and I always forget. Gotta... <laughs> Eighteen. Uh, so bits and pieces uh, drop around all of you. Um, Fizz one lands right between your feet. If it would have been an inch or two either way, it might have crushed one of your your little toesies, uh, but otherwise you all are unscathed, uh, probably a bit uh, shaken, but unscathed nonetheless. Um, Corey, you you realize what had happened after you finished your sneeze there. Uh, do you let them know, or do you just let them believe it was their own might? No, no, it's their fault. It's their fault. It's their fault. Yeah, they did it. Of course. You guys eat quite strong together. <laughs> it was mostly Eljoy. Really yeah. Gonna help me move a chest yeah, later. <laughs> <laughs> I well, just hold my arms up and you see these like shrimpy elven arms. Lots of lean muscle, but no actual bulk. And I'm like, yeah. Well, that was <laughs> effectively a waste of time though, because now we don't have the cart. So. No, now we know how strong I am. <laughs> 
He has like a false sense of confidence now. Eljoy is ready yeah. to spend 150 years growing a big beard and getting some tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> It'll take that long. <laughs> oh, my cart, you broke it. Oh, no. <laughs> At this point, the cart just kind of rolls forward just a little bit as it was kind of held slightly uphill. It doesn't, like, get out of your reach, but you can tell that you've uh, freed it. Wait, you said it flew up into the ceiling and shattered? No, no, the posts. The posts flew up and shattered. The cart itself is still there. See, she thought it too. Sorry. If... You said it flew up. My my poor explanation, there were posts on either side of this cart sitting in the middle. Uh, uh-huh. And the posts were keeping the cart from rolling either way, and you guys were lifting the posts, is what I assumed you were all lifting. Yeah, moving the barrier. I assumed I was moving the cart, but it's okay. Smarter, not oh, harder. So, so Wait, it, if so they were wooden right. posts, why didn't I just take my axe and cut the wooden posts? In, in this case, what had happened is Lily was lifting the cart while Eljor was lifting the the barrier and fizz had a mage hand in there doing something and then it was, it <laughs> was, it was about... all eljor just threw this thing into the ceiling so even more reason for him to show off his muscles <sighs> uh, lily sense. lily the cart kind of pushes you a little bit then as you're like lifting it and now you notice it's freed uh and the pieces of this post come flying down around you uh, so you're you're just kind of in the midst of things, and the cart pushes you as you think you may have freed it, potentially? I don't know. I'm feeling good. <laughs> We've well, got some some happiness in, in the party. Uh, so the <laughs> cart is ready to be used. Uh, it will roll downwards as you lifted that gate. It will not roll up out of the cave or the mines here, as that gate has not been lifted yet. I'll grab okay. it to make sure it doesn't go anywhere and let everyone hop in first. As we're all climbing yeah. in, mm-hmm. I want to ready Featherfall, which I would cast on myself, Lily, and um, Eljor. I believe you can cast it on up to five if you need, but yeah. I know, but wings. the one has wings. Like, okay. okay. The one has wings. <laughs> okay, you know what? The I'll cast it on them just in case. Name. The one has a name in it. The winged one. The Corgi Man, the, the winged w- one. According to No, I'm just going to. I'm just gonna cast on. Have it ready for everyone. <clears throat> All right. But th- can it only be on creatures? I yeah. believe so. Willing creatures. Well, he said he was gonna put on the cart. Well, that's new. That's, that, that's new in in uh, Jared's five point three edition of D and D. All right. I didn't know we got to make up our own rules. <laughs> that's all this so. game is. What's the name of this game? I win. I win. Dungeon Masters. Dungeon Masters Guide is one sheet, and it says just guidelines. The Dungeon Masters Guidelines says the players are always right most of the time, and that's it. It's one paper, sixty bucks for that. It's got a nice hardcover. Yeah. Good job, Watsy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the cart's ready. As you're all climbing in, uh, do you notice there is one little handbrake lever um, in case you need to use it for for slowing down at any point? Uh, Can I test it? Does it seem like it works? Solid and usable. As as you as you pull it and test it, uh, the wheels seem to to cease any movement, and the cart doesn't roll anywhere. Uh, okay. 
So it does seem to be hooked up and working and not just like replica restored, etc. Um, Penguin Witch Doctor, that's perfect. Uh, there's there's no, uh, the points are made up. It is, the rules are made up. Uh, yeah, perfect. Points don't matter. Yeah. The, the rules are made up and the story points. doesn't matter. Uh, well, here we go. Uh, so the cart is ready to go. Temple of Doom it. Temple of Doom it. As you, as you get into the cart, uh, you may, you may uh, push off if you wish. There's a bit of the uh, the post that's laying up against the cart in case you need something to like shove yourself off. Unless you want to do a running jump start into it, up to you. Well, I'm little. So all 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 the little ones get in. Uh, Eljor, it's up to you for kickstarting this thing. I have I a potion of swiftness it. if you need it. Never mind. Kickstart it like it's trying to break a record. I mean, I'm also pretty quick, so as long as this thing is easily movable, like shouldn't be a problem. It's just like, so so we've got the going. the elven bobsled team here. Yeah. yeah. Except it's one elf. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Uh, well, off we go. Uh, Eljor, you, you push this cart and it starts to roll at, uh, at about a walk speed uphill. You hit the, you hit the gate. Uh, but as you push it, oh, right. it, it starts to roll and edge around the corner and roll down this, this pathway. Uh, the pathway is fairly straight. It's got a couple little curves in it. Uh, it hits a few little plateaus every so often, but you continue to pick up speed and it moves faster and faster and faster to the point where uh, the breeze is, is definitely blowing hair back and starting to ripple lips a little bit as you're, as you're moving very quickly. Uh, to the best of your knowledge, you are moving faster than anyone has ridden on a horse before uh, and you're, you're barreling into this mine. You I'm hear, like panicking. As you're, as you're rolling through, um, First roller coaster. Let's go. And you you see I've a light request, every so often, guys. yeah. Sartan, can we never say ripple lips again? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> and Glenn, <laughs> the for me it was the face Glenn was making. I couldn't handle that. Oh man, I don't know why because he's completely innocuous. It just <laughs> triggered me. My brain is like I can't get it out now. <laughs> Uh, saliva is spraying out of people's mouth like a dog with the the head out the window. Is that better? Yes. Okay. Oh. Everyone imagine dog head out window is what's happening. Uh, and you're moving very quickly. You see uh, a couple glimpses of light as if there was a tunnel off to the side that may have been entered. Um, and you seem to have gone down probably at this point a few hundred feet. Uh, you would probably all assume you're hopefully halfway there uh, after about 20 seconds of this ride. How uh, would we know what halfway is? Based on the understanding that uh, at least Fizz might have had. I've never been in a mine. I do oh, the yeah. I do the the like proper work. Oh, I'm not a laborer. So architecturally, Fizz has no idea how far they're going. Uh, she just knows how to draw up little mechanisms and things. And uh, I craft. I'm an artisan. All right, Fizz has no idea how deep they are into this mine. Uh, so none of you know. You're just you're just flying along. Uh, but up ahead, as you make a a curve, you notice there's a blue glow 
you hit a plateau and you slow down a bit more to about uh, a horse uh, just higher than gallop, not not quite slowed down to a, a, a low speed, but uh, your eyes aren't burning from wind blowing uh, them back into the back of your eye sockets. Um, and it's it's kind of musty in smell down here. Uh, it seems a bit uh, less taken care of, uh, especially as people didn't expect uh, someone to ride a cart down the mine shaft. Uh, but instead, uh, you see this light ahead. And as you slow down to a, a nice roll, uh, you go over this cavern. And you can see deep into this cavern, there's a few glowing lights down below. Uh, off to your right, you seem to see the main, uh, like, spiral that was the, the mine path down. There's a few lights uh, that, that are off to your right. Um, and the, the spiral seems to only be about 10 or 15 feet wide. Uh, so you, at that point, you all think you're a much closer to the bottom. Um, yeah, and so as you look ahead, this blue glow uh, is in the tunnel up ahead, and the cart hits uh, something on the pathway, and sparks fly behind the cart, and it makes a loud screech and slows down very quickly to almost a stop. Uh, on either side of you, there's tunnel wall about a foot or so out. Back behind you now, uh, about 20 or so feet, you can go back towards uh, the lower level uh, walk path, up ahead is that blue glow, and it seems to be about 50, 60 feet ahead. So you're kind of in a... a little... the same color as the other lights that we've seen? Uh, it's, it's a little bit different. It's a, it's a very dark blue. The other lights are uh, like blues and purples and pinks, and they're, they're very like localized like a candle flame. The glow ahead seems to be like a big glow off of something large, but a, not as, as luminous. So you're you're basically stopped in a little yeah, bit of a, a shaft here. We should be real quiet. What? <laughs> what? You should be very quiet. I can't hear you. You should be very quiet. Well, gosh, man, if you're not gonna speak up. We we can hear you, uh, Glenn. Your mic works. <laughs> but but Fizz I is just being Fizz. Up this <laughs> is being a butthead. 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 Which way should we go? Fizz <laughs> shouts out. It echoes in this this corridor here. Who's crazy? <laughs> the nose goes at this point. Uh, Eljor gets a twitch to his eye, visibly at this point. What if we Are just went that way? Me? What if we just went that way? Sneak you go that way. I'll go home. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a home. Low yeah, blow. That was rude. Yeah. I can't speak lies. <laughs> yeah, let's. Should we go towards the light or not? No. Yes. Where I'm else towards do we go? We're, just, we're trying to find out information. 
True. Yeah, so just right be quiet. Which way did the drips go? Trying to die. Oh yeah, look for the drips. Can we make a perception check, Dungeon Master? Yes, you may make perception checks at this point. Thank you. You may also investigate if you wish. Why is everyone like whispering? Um, and when I do that, I'm going to have Mage Hand cast, but mine's invisible, and it's just going to cover for now. Because <laughs> I'm a Mage feel... Hand Ledger Man. <laughs> Fizz, you, you feel a hand on your on your face. Go, ah, 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 it's muffled. <laughs> and I think there's something, like, attacking me that they can't see, right? So I'm, like, freaking out and, like, looking for my... my Dagger. It's me. It's me. Watch. Watch. And then I make it visible, and then I go. Now you see a, a slight glow of a hand holding your mouth, and you recognize that to be a mage hand. And I make obscene kobold hand gestures. <laughs> obscene kobold hand gestures. <laughs> Whatever those look like. Yeah. There's like a bunch of them, yeah. Man. Like my yeah. thumb at you, sir. <laughs> so so Fizz is, is all sorts of like visually upset at, at Eljor here, but still restrained by the mage hand as she's stomping around and making a, a bit of a fuss. Well, I'll remove it. I just are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> Are you sure you want to do that? In oh, the mine where the children have awoken and you're mad about the mage hand? <laughs> you almost killed me, man! <laughs> Shut up! The mage hand goes right back onto her face. Uh, yes, it does. <laughs> unseen servant and he holds her in place. <laughs> One of my three spell slots for unseen spells. <laughs> well, that's on you. You're just like being held uh, and are kind of just trapped up. Uh, your your arms are up against your body and you feel that you're being held. I take a level on Barbarian Pretty and start to rage. No. <laughs> it can only provide 10 pounds of pressure. It's not very strong. But well, neither am I, so it's okay. <laughs> there's, there's 20 pounds of pressure between the mage hand and the unseen servant that's holding Viz back, and that's all that's needed for a little kobold. Like, I literally can't roll a nat 20 on strength. Like, it's literally not possible. You can roll a nat 20, but you have... Yeah. No, because I have a negative modifier, negative so when I roll a 20, it's a 19. It's still a nat, but yeah, you know. All right. Well, uh, I also have a minus one to strength, which is why I'm using my magic to restrain you. <laughs> <laughs> my magic. Because my real hands won't do much. Uh, so we've got to restrain Kobold. Uh, the rest of the party is now looking for these drips, with Fizz kind of just like mumbling and, and being grumpy. Can it at least carry me along with the group? Like, I don't want to be stuck here by myself. Sure, you weigh what, 27 pounds? Um, I can look up my weight for you if you need. <clears throat> You can use uh, your feet. You can use your feet. <laughs> well, no, he's holding me in place. 
Mostly, oh no, yeah. no, I'm just I was trying to calm you down. It it wouldn't continue to hold you there. Oh no, it did not calm me down. <laughs> uh Fizz, your your color is now bright red. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> I'm no longer like this golden brown. She color. has an eye tick now. <laughs> she has an eye tick. Eldor has an eye tick. You're deep in these. Yeah, lines. no, I'm literally twenty seven pounds. The the children have awoken, you know. Well, it's just... oh, uh, the Unseen Servant has a strength of two, so it, it's very, very, very weak. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, Fizz, you could probably break out of it. Maybe. What do I, I roll a strength check? Uh, you could roll a, yeah, you could roll a strength check against, against strength. Against my minus four? <laughs> yeah, uh, so... Let's... I got a two! <laughs> A two. Now, Let's see if I roll higher than a six, because with a minus four... <laughs> the odds are in your favor. Just stop on that 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a 19 on the die, so yeah, 15. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so Fizz tries to break free, but uh, can't make it at the moment. Uh... Now that we've spent a few minutes restraining our, our danger lizard. So now I'm like, <sighs> but like the hand is there, so I feel like I can't breathe. But it's invisible and like formless, so you can still breathe through it. You can just still feel it there. It's like a good mask. It's like a good mask. So I'm just breathing okay. in carbon dioxide. I'm just kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. Ooh. It's not real. It was a joke. Sorry. All right. I did roll a 16 on investigation. 16 on investigation. Anyone else rolling on this as uh, Eldor is trying to restrain our, our kobold from <laughs> her I'm panic attack? Moving on to other things. <laughs> I think I rolled a perception like, yeah, check then. earlier. Uh, Are we rolling yeah, investigation or perception? perception. Uh, either. either. Okay, well, I roll investigation, I get a 23. So I just point <laughs> to the drifts. <laughs> point. As, as you have calmed her down, the, the fit of rage is like focused her a bit and with her little hand she just kind of points up underneath the restraint uh and all of you are able to use that and your rolls and notice that uh, there's some drips that lead towards this uh this blue glow uh but you also notice that there's some drips that lead back and seem to go around the corner towards like the bottom of the pit so you don't know if they came from or went to this blue glow uh, but they also went towards like the bottom of the spiral pit that, that led upwards. The blue glow then. Yeah. And I just point at Fizz and go. <clears throat> and I just glare. By the way, uh-huh. Penguin McDoctor made a very important visual note okay. that I have a muzzle, like not not like a human mouth, like I'm have like a a snout. Yeah, like a snout, yeah. So the hand would be <laughs> clamping it down. <laughs> like like you you know, like when they tape the alligator mouth shut, it's it's like yeah. Well yeah, that, that's the question. Like what's what's the jaw opening strength versus the closing? Like can he simply just hold it shut? I mean like even if it was snout, I think I would or... just be doing this. Because, you know, like I don't wanna be that forceful with my mage hand, you know, like it was just to try and get things reeled in. It was not to <laughs> exacerbate the whole situation. But like if you did. go like this, that's not going to stop me. So you would have had to like, like close the I muscle. honestly wouldn't have done more, honestly. That's I fine. Think. I'm not going to. 
Yeah, I, I'm not going to muzzle a kobold. That feels like a terrible idea. I think they would hate <laughs> me for life. Uh, so, and I don't want you to hate me. I just want you to stop talking. I, no. <laughs> to, to not give away <laughs> your position. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you've been pointed in both directions. Fizz is uh, not steaming from her ears at the moment. Uh, so pointed we're... in both directions. What do you mean? So, Fizz, you had pointed up ahead to the drips, uh, wherever toward, the drips. The are. drips that went towards the blue glow up ahead, where the cart was going. Yeah. Uh, Lily, with her perception, had noticed that they kind of also had gone down the track behind you and led a little bit off to uh, like the bottom of the spiral walk path. Well, that's not, not fair. I couldn't have seen that. I'm restrained. You didn't see both. You just saw the ones that went straight ahead. Uh, so between the, the two of you, between the two of you, you noticed they had come or gone from the blue glow into the the walk path. Portion. Do we see it double anywhere? Double as if like they went back and forth? Yeah. Not that you notice. The drips are continuing to be about the same size and consistency of the other ones. So every three to five feet, just a drip or two. Not anything bigger or or uh, smaller than before, as if it's a very consistent, whatever it is, has a steady uh, drip to it. Um, not that it's like emptied or or uh, filled in any manner, comparative to where you saw it up top. I say we go towards the blue light. I thought yeah. we made that up a while ago. Yeah, no, I was I, waiting I, forever I, what that was to finish out. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I may have just made it worse. I'm sorry, Fizz. Okay. I want to wrap myself in my cloak and stealth forward. All right. Toward the blue light. Towards the blue light. Anyone follow Are behind? Are you butting me right now? You you have a. Stealth of a advantage with your cloak. Good, because that's my, my third or fourth natural one today. That's better. Oh yeah, we got an old stealth. If you wish. You don't have to. Oh, I'm on a stealth. I gotta be quiet. Yeah, stealth, stealth. Stealth. Ah, uh, ah, uh, my best. I have a plus eight to stealth. I got a 10. A 10 total. All right. Plus eight. Oof. Do the uh, math. <laughs> yikes. Uh, homeschooled, I think you rolled a 17. Uh, Lily, uh, Corey. <laughs> Lily, Corey, Fizz. Uh, what were your rolls? 19. 19. I need a second. Am I moving, or do I think I'm still restrained? Oh, I would absolutely let you go. The unseen servant is just going to follow behind us now. Okay. So you're you're let go as you've like huffed and puffed a second. Has he turned around? Aljor? Yeah. yeah. He started walking behind uh, behind our cloaked friend who rolled. So like the five year old that I am, uh-huh. I run up behind him and I punch him in the back of the knee. Which I guess oh. equates to the roll that you had gotten. <laughs> uh, as you start stealthing away, Fizz just like hops over. No, no, no. And... So you do that thing where like your one knee gives out and you're like, not like, I'm not trying to like hurt you, just like 
be a little asshole. Draw a meniscus. <laughs> well, she punches you in the back of the knee, and I'm... your your stealth walk drops you to your knee and causes you to kind of topple forward a little bit. Uh, Fizz, you didn't roll stealth on that. You just jumped out. Uh, no, I guess I wasn't thinking about stealth. Fizz wasn't thinking about stealth. Uh, and then committed. Lily. It was just Lily got an eighteen. An eighteen. So the two of us that were yeah okay great makes sense. Lily, Lily, and Corey are moving ahead fairly quietly, and just behind both of you, you hear some ah, and <laughs> you're able to turn and see Eldor kind of drop to a knee, and Fizz just standing behind. And I puff up, kind of like proud of myself. <laughs> Fizz is just like staying behind, like a proud little kobold, like she she just took like, down her even aggressor. She Good. just stares at him? Is mm -hmm. that what's going on? Okay. I'm gonna just... <laughs> and I'll just say, ladies first. <laughs> ladies first, Fizz. You've been offered to go ahead. I'm gonna just look at him as I go by. <laughs> just, <laughs> she walks past you and just I'm Yeah, you I'm like... Uh, the, the little bit of commotion in there kind of echoes through the cave uh, behind the two that are stealthing. But it doesn't seem to alert anyone or anything ahead, at least not yet. Uh, so there's no response. There's nothing that appears or scurries off. Uh, you seem to be in a good spot. You don't hear anything behind you either. So despite the, the uh, commotion of the cart coming to a stop and screeching and scraping and then the, the tussle in the cart and then the little uh, revenge moment there, you believe to be alone down here at the moment. Carry on, or, uh... Right? As you carry on, you move into a room that has a bunch of cobwebs in it. Uh, definitely one that wasn't cleared for uh, people to be traversing through in the tours. Uh, there's a few broken-down carts off to the sides. This seems to be a spot where uh, gems were loaded in from all areas. Um... On the walls, you notice that there's some tubing and uh, metal piping that's a bit corroded and rusted out, but it seems like there was chutes and shafts to bring gems from all areas of the mine to this spot, and carts would be sent back upwards. Uh, there's a there's actually a couple gems on the ground that are, are very dusty. Uh, they're small. They're a, the largest one is about a golf ball size. The smallest one is about something you'd see on a ring. Uh, and there's about four or five uh, of them laying about. I use Mage Hand to just pick them up quietly and Eldor, Eldor scoops up <clears throat> the, the few gems one. here, or one of them. Uh, they're all within <clears throat> grasp of each of you. They're, they're strewn across the floor. Um, do you wish to do anything in this room, or do you follow through the hallway up ahead that has the blue glow coming from it? I'm trying to be polite, and if nobody else picks up any more, I'm just gonna get the rest of them. They're shiny rings. I will... They're gems. They're like oh. dusty gems. They're dusty, but they got I a little definitely... bit of glow below. Well, of course, I'm picking them up. Want to pick some up? Okay. Uh, I didn't realize how many there were. There, there's like five or six strewn throughout the room. Uh, so, Eldor, oh, okay. you're able to. You're able to pick one up. Uh, do you go for largest, smallest, medium size? As you've cast your mage hand and are like grabbing immediately. I will get the biggest one, 
and have it float up to Fizz. Oh. So Fizz, I'll the largest, the largest gem gets... One. The largest gem gets floated in front of you, Fizz. My eyes are just, like, big and, like, going cross-eyed as I, like, stare <laughs> at it. in front of you. It is a very, very like a boo deep purple in the cave of gem. wonders. <laughs> a boo in the exactly, cave of Exactly, exactly. Uh, do you even make that sound? Just, I don't know. I probably make some sort of kobold sound. Your jaw drops open there. Um, some sort of kobold sound. There it is. Uh, that's the meme clip there. Uh, so you get a deep purple gemstone, uh, it's about the size of, uh, to you, almost the size of your fist, Fizz. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eljor picks up a, a bright yellow gemstone that's about an inch in any direction. It's uncut, so it's, it's very jagged, but it's, it's a, it's a nice little gemstone. Uh, Lily, you're, you're able to pick up a, a very deep green gemstone. Uh, it's about an inch and a half in any direction. Um, again, that one needs some cutting to, to refine it a bit more. Uh, there's a couple little shards still left on the ground. Corey, did you go for anything or are you just moving ahead? I'm keeping my eyes out and up, like out and eyeline for people looking for, I'm more concerned about creatures. Yeah. I don't, I don't care about material goods. All right, Corey, can you roll a uh, perception for me at advantage as you are still stealth just to see if uh, anything is seen in this room? I'm betting natural one. No, not. Um, oh, yeah, I'm super perceptive. 24. 24. Uh, Corey, you're able to see into some of Ooh. these little uh, shafts and tubings that come into the room. Uh, one of them has a bit of, like, uh, soft refuse in it, things that might be bits of cloth or, um, or, or, uh, like hay or paper. Uh, it looks like there may have been some rodents that had nested down here, uh, but it is dusted over, so they might not have been here for a handful of years. Uh, otherwise, you don't notice any signs of creature or, or motion through here. The floors are dusty, so... You do notice there have been some footsteps through here, probably in the last couple of weeks. The dust is a little bit brushed through, uh, but you can't quite make a, a date on how uh, recent that was, but it wasn't that long ago, to the best of your knowledge. Okay. <clears throat> um, I'll share that. that it's like, it look, doesn't look like anyone's been here in, in at least a few days. That's At least so good, walking right? through here. So just... Just do what you want with that information. Have fun stuffing your pockets. Like <laughs> oh, there's one for you as well. Don't I you don't ever call me a goblin again. You watch yourself. Wow. Fizz. Fizz is... Well, because uh... kobolds don't get along with goblins. From yeah. what I read, right? I we We're on to something. What? Poke the kobold. What? Instead of poking the bear, it's poking the kobold. What? Uh, Dangerous game, that is. Yeah. Uh, so the the couple remaining pieces of gemstone, uh, there's a, a little piece of bright red gem, uh, a little piece of bright blue gem, and another piece of uh, like a medium toned green, a somewhat like a hunter green. Um, they're all about the size of like a, a pinky nail of a, a standard sized human. 
Um, so nothing uh, too huge, but still a nice little gemstone if you were to place it on, on something. Um, whoever wishes to collect them, uh, go for it, add them to your pack. If you wish to leave them be, doesn't matter. Uh, but you each, the three of you who have a gemstone have a, a large-ish gemstone that you've noted. Um, carrying forward into the next room, there's a short hallway uh, that leads into the room, about eight feet, and it leads into another similar-sized room. This one doesn't have any tubing or, or carts. Uh, the cart path actually stopped in the last room, and this seems to have been potentially a spot that uh, was for cleaning up gemstones or, or additional work. There's remnants of a, a work table in the center that have seemed to collapsed in the center. Uh, so the table is kind of split in half and dropped in the middle, uh, mostly seeming to be age. Uh, the wood is, is falling apart. At, at best, you think you could probably put a, a bit of pressure from your hand before it just continues to crumble and collapse. Mm -hmm. uh, but in the center where it had collapsed is a, is a large gemstone about the size of, of a human head, very similar to the, the size and shape of the one that Fizz is carrying with the eyeball in it. But there's nothing within this gemstone. It is, it is empty and blue in, in glow, very light blue. Um, is this where the glow is coming from? Yes. Can and I go touch it? As, as you're looking at it, there is no dust on top of this gemstone itself. Uh, there's dust on everything else, but there doesn't seem to even be like uh, someone had come in and dusted it and kept it clean, but the gemstone itself is either consuming the dust or or knocking the dust off of itself or something else is influencing it. Um, and huh. so the gem looks like it was just placed there seconds ago in, in terms of, of cleanliness. Um, and it you can see right through it. It is so crystal clear. Uh, Fizz decides she wants to walk up and touch it. So you see her walking forward and, and reaching her, her hand out. Uh, to this beautiful yeah. gem. Uh, there is, the hallway does continue down the uh, just a little bit into another room, um, but there's no glows from that room. It is actually a very dark uh, space a little bit ahead. Those of you with dark vision notice that it seems to be uh, another work room like this, but there's no blue glow. Uh, fizz. If anyone wishes to restrain her, I saw Eljor going, no, otherwise Fizz is reaching out to touch yep. this thing. Oh. Okay. That Fizz... was the sound that the uh, that the the mouth made in the Cave of Wonders that was like oh, the yeah. tiger. <laughs> it just like yelled out when, when a bee touched the big thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so as, as uh, Fizz reaches out and touches this gem, Fizz, uh, your little claw like sinks into the gem, um, and as you touch the gem and your your claw goes into it, uh -huh. um, the room brightens up for you and you alone. Um, so I start to squint, and you you start to squint a little bit, uh, but it seems to be like lights on the walls that weren't there. Uh, and as you do, you start to hear voices. Uh, you you hear some distant murmurs and tones of voices that seem like they, they should be in the room based on their placement, but they're just like uh, ethereal of sorts, like almost in the back of your head. Uh, and you hear, the children, the children are ready to take over the town, my lord. And then a, a deep guttural, hmm, let them slumber. 
100 years more. Can I think, where are they? As, as you think out, where are they? Uh, it just seems to stay within your head as if you're just glimpsing a conversation in the room uh. um, that may have happened. And your, your claw is still sunk into this gem just a little bit. The rest of you see Fizz uh, with her claw in the gem kind of stand up straight a little bit and look up as if she's hearing or seeing something um, as she's taking in what is going on in her head. I'll walk up and just kind of touch her <clears throat> shoulder and be like, you, you okay, Fizz? Fizz, you feel and hear this as if, like, these two <laughs> worlds are, are intertwined at this very moment for you. And I, like, look at him, and I'm like, uh, yeah? You keep your claw in the... Well, yeah, I know I haven't, because my intent was to grab the stone, you know? But, like... So she responds, yeah. I'm just like... Uh... Is the, the room uh, looks a lot less dusty. The table is still broken in the center. Uh, you notice no one else in the room, but it seems like you're seeing an earlier version of this place. But I can see Eljor, right? Yeah, you can see Eljor. You can see your friends there as if, as if they're there with you in whatever uh, change the room has taken. I might touch it. So Fizz has her claw... Touch like, it. kind of sunk into this gem. You see her claw is in it, and to the rest of you, it looks... It doesn't look like she stuck it in, like, a gel or a liquid. It looks like the gemstone uh, was formed around her hand. Like, it's so perfectly fit around her hand that you feel like if she pulled her hand back, the stone would come with it. Um, like, she was a part of it. But she's she's requesting that you touch the stone. Because I feel like I can just pull my hand Yeah, out. Fizz, you feel like... You've just kind of stuck your your hand into a bowl of lukewarm liquid. Like nothing, nothing has changed. Kind of nice. Uh, it it feels like someone left a, a bowl of water out and you just stuck your mm. hand in it unintentionally, and not like it's trying to consume you at all. I try to touch the stone. Eljoy, you you put your hand right into the stone just like her, and you hear a bit more conversation. Fizz hears the same exact thing at the same time. The room yes. brightens up, the dust disappears for you. The rest of your party is still there, uh, but you hear more conversation uh, and it picks up. Once they've awoken, they may consume the town and eventually the country. Yes, yes, my lord. I will make sure they sleep for another hundred years. The next festival in many, many years of harvest should be um the one that we need. Yes, the harvest festivals. Wait for the seventh one. At that time, the lands will be rich. I'm going, wow, they talked a lot more this time. So I'm like, hey, come touch it. One of you, come touch it. <laughs> okay, just, yeah. Okay. Uh, just do Lily. we recognize either just... of these people either? You you don't see where the voices are coming from. Uh, Fizz, the voices oh. are closer to you at this point. Oh. It feels like two beings talking in this room, but it's like in the back of your head, as if 
a very poor like surround sound system were to be in your uh, living room I think and my, you can't place uh, it. I think my desire for the shiny object has shifted into my like desire of like this is really interesting. I want to understand yeah. this because okay. I have okay. that. <clears throat> so yeah, she I said she came touching. Yeah, I definitely feel that shift because at first I was like, uh, I don't know because I don't know what's going on. But now that you're both touching it and you're like, yeah, let's do this. Now I feel more confident. I'm going to go in and put my hand on it. He's probably oh, looking you, how I did after the first one, right? You, you get the same exact experience, like putting a hand in a bowl of water. Uh, you, the gemstone, however, when you're all noticing it in front of you, is just kind of like a wavy uh, image, like a mirage almost. Uh, but now to Corey is, uh, they're the only one without their hand in the gemstone. Uh, it looks like all of the hands of your party are just like lodged in this gem and permanently part of it, uh, for how much ever they have put their, their fingertips or full hand into. But they're still uh, like moving and they're still moving and talking like they're whatever, uh, they're experiencing is in this place right now for them, but not for you. But did, not it, touching it. did it say anything new when she touched it? Yes. So the conversation seems to go a little bit further. The room is almost like pristine at this point. And um, it's, it's brighter, not in the sense of like blinding brighter, but you believe you see glowing lights on the walls. Uh, and you see like some vague rippling like shadowy uh figures in the room you can't quite tell who or what uh but you start to see two figures speaking across this table nice um one of them leans in and puts their hands on where the table would have been standing upright uh kind of above fizz at this point and is like talking to someone in what seems to be a chair that's no longer there in the room in the back corner uh the big, deep, booming voice that seems to be uh, calling out the shots is from the chair, and the one leaning over the table is the one that's taking the orders. And you hear, Once we are able to secure this country, we may release the children upon the world. How many do we have now, Captain? And the other voice, By my thoughts and my calculations, with this last batch, we should have 300. These souls will be here for a hundred years, you say? Yes, a hundred years of slumber. And that's where the conversation stops and the room kind of loses a little bit of the, the brightness. Uh, it's still not back to where it was when you entered the room physically. But it like seems to have stopped whatever conversation in motion forward. Uh, three hands in this in this gemstone. Corey not having heard any Corey. of this conversation, and each of you hearing Corey. more and more of the conversation. Corey, come yeah, here. I I feel like I don't it's like I'm not touching it. I think one of us should. Oh. Should not. Oh, but every time Corey, touch it! We need stuff. more information! What, what if y'all are stuck in there? Can I try and pull my hand off? Uh, Eldor, as you pull your hand out, uh, it removes freely from the gem, and you're you're dropped back into the, the dusty um, mustiness of the room, the darkness, 
the cobwebs hanging from the ceiling, the chair in the corner that you had kind of understood is gone. Uh, to Lily and Fizz, the chair disappears and the figures that were in the room disappear uh, as if the the lack of having Eldor's hand in there has removed some of the power that was bringing this all to life. Okay. Nothing changes in your conversation uh, that you've heard. You don't get anything more. You don't forget any of the, the stuff that had happened. Uh, but the room is just a little less bright for the two of you with hands in the gym. Uh, Eldor, you... You get a weird, like, trickle down your spine as if uh, something was in the room here with you and just kind of rushed past, like a, a cold breeze. Uh, but you're the only one that feels it. Uh, most likely, to your thoughts, potentially, that you just came out of whatever this other space was. But it's... it's a, I would say, as a DM, I would be unsettled by this, but your character may uh, choose to do what they, they wish here. Sure is the less to be afraid of and more to be interested in, but this is a dark place. Uh, no, um, I say it, Corey, it looks like if we're all here touching it, we learn more information about what may or may not have happened here. So none of us will be angry if you choose not to, but we may learn something that may help us figure out what's going on and how to stop it, because so far I now know that there's 300 of these lost children, and they plan on releasing them in the world once they destroy the city. Well, two questions. One, I saw you... It's more of a statement. Uh, I saw you take your hand out, so I'm I'm put at ease there. Um, But also, that big gem there, and those little gems that you've picked up, what what, what are they compared and contrasted? Are they just size difference? Or do they look the same? I don't know. So the the gemstones picked up, and then this gemstone in the middle of the room. The gemstones picked up have a a very, very light murkiness about them, Uh, a little bit of impurities, as if they were uh, mined around edges of of a a main vein. Uh, But the, the gemstone in the middle of the room looks as if it was like the dead center of the most pure... Uh, vein of gems that one could have possibly found with its size one would expect some form of impurity within it uh, but there is absolutely none to be found not a speck of dust not a speck of dirt nothing out of the ordinary it seems like this is like the most perfect piece of gemstone that one could lay eyes on but couldn't lay hands on Corey please touch the rock (laughs) <laughs> but they're not like the same shape or anything. They are like mined gemstone chunks. Uh the the one in the middle of the room doesn't look like it's been uh tended to much, but it seems to have uh, more precise edges to it. Uh unnatural to how someone may cut it unless they're very artistic. Uh so it seems to have broken off of uh the best of your knowledge if you uh in the Fey realm had seen like a growth of, of gem sticking out of a cave. Uh, it looks like almost the tip of that or an edge piece had broken off. Uh, so it's got some uh, precision to it, but more a natural precision versus a human precision. Okay. All right. That that's. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't just like the same gem smaller. No, no, no. It's 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 definitely like a very very natural perfection in the middle of the room uh, that has little uh 
man-made influence. All right, I'll touch it. But for some reason, for some reason, I'm very, very on edge about potentially portals taking me somewhere I'm not intended to be. <laughs> uh, and then I'll touch, I'll, I'll touch this middle room gem thing. Eljor, do you touch the stone as well? <clears throat> yeah. All right, Eljor, Eljor, you put your hand in, and nothing changes about the room. It goes back to exactly where you had left it. Uh, to the two ladies who had their hands in, uh, the room brightens back up just a little bit more, and like some of the figures are, are ghostly where they were uh, when Eljor had his hand in previously. And then when Cory puts their hand in, uh, you hear a bit more conversation. And while the figures aren't quite visible, they're almost like uh, someone went into witness protection. There's like just outlines of of creatures here um that you can't you can't quite tell who or what they are um but it's it's the closest to what you believe you could understand them to be and the conversation continues forward we must ensure we have someone to wake them i've already thought about that sir i've struck an accord with a local farmer will get his family into the royal house, and as long as we can have his bloodline, we can have our servant. And that's where it stops for the conversation. The figure that was leaning over the table walks off uh, back through the hall that you had come from, and the room, not dims, but just kind of almost stops as if the recording or the, the capture of this moment had stopped. The dark figure in the corner, the waviness to them just uh, pauses and they just fade a little bit. The brightness of the room stays fairly bright as if three of the four hands were in. So when Eljor had his hand in, it goes back down to that brightness. Uh, you can kind of see down each of the halls, the room that you had yet to enter further down uh, you can you could notice that there is uh, a map on the wall that is drawn, and it looks like a, a bit of the countryside. And there's uh, some like red arrowing pointing uh, to the River Horok, which is where the the town uh, sits alongside. Um, and you can see that there's some big arrows. It seems to be that uh, the river may have been used or have may have been planned to be used for dispersion of these children. Uh, there's a there's a line following the main road to the north, um, and then a couple little lines off shooting. And that's the best you can understand. You can only see a little bit of this area, uh, but it looks like a, almost a battle plan or a, a deployment plan for uh, whatever was going on. And that, that map, as far as those of you who can see in the dark can understand, was not there in the, the physical world around you previously. Where'd all this stuff go? No, I think you should make note of that map. Do you think you could copy it? That's the a good idea. Still in. Um, I'll hold the paper, some... and you can hold one well, hand. I need like it, a. As we stand. I need like a table, and like I need to be able to switch out my tool, like my pens, and it would take a little bit of time. Is I mean, I could draw one-handed if I had all the necessary uh, accommodation. Okay, so 
Are there any spare pieces of wood lying around? Uh, the the table that you, this piece is on, it uh, looks like the legs could be ripped off pretty easily. The main part that you could get for Fizz would be uh, fairly flat, potentially a little flimsy if she put too much weight on it, but still like a flat surface for her to draw on. Okay. Now, this, yeah, this is all. That. This is all to say that uh, if you wish to continue, uh, to the best of any of your beliefs, you believe if you remove a hand, you're going to lose some of, like the light down the tunnel that shows this map. So yeah. all of this is like working together, one hand from each of you. So one I'll hand need in this somebody gen. to like really steadily hold the board. I'll need somebody to hold up my different pens so I can switch I've, out the pens. I've got an unseen servant with two hands, and I've yep. got a mage hand. So okay. Yeah, yeah. I can help a lot. <laughs> so maybe your servant should hold the board because he can support it the yeah. most, and you guys are just going to have to, like, between Eljor, hang with it for a while. Between Eljor, yeah. the Unseen Servant, and the Mage Hand, they can rotate the table. Uh, they can break it down a little bit and get it in a spot where you've got, like, even just a, a slanted drawing board, mm -hmm. even. Uh, and it'll only take a couple moments, given the fragility of the mm -hmm. pieces. Um uh, I would probably say once that's set up, uh, the Unseen Servant and the Mage Hand would probably be best used to keep the table from collapsing from any push from, from Fizz. Uh, so if any of you needs to reach into bags or provide paper, quills, etc., uh, that's setting Fizz up. Now Fizz, I'm assuming, as most people and creatures do, they use their dominant hand to engage with something. Mm -hmm. Does that mean your non-dominant hand is free, or would you have, or are you ambidextrous? What is your, what I is your fizziness? I never specified. Um, being an artisan and thinking of my own personal experience, I think there's a bit of ambidextrous, but okay. I imagined, like, I'm personally right-handed, so I imagine my character right-handed. Okay, so you'll, you'll be working with your left hand, and you'll be... Wait, I imagine I put my left hand in, though. Oh, okay. Okay, so you're saying you... Like, you the way I operate, like, if I do something like that, I don't use my dominant hand. Like, I don't get injections in my dominant arm. Okay, so, so Fizz, <laughs> you, you don't have any uh, issue replicating this to the best of what you can see, uh, but it'll take a couple minutes for Fizz to do that. Uh, it'll take probably more than a couple minutes. All right. Give me a time that you think Fizz would take to draw this map out for the party well, to keep their... Well, I mean, it depends on how detailed it is and how detailed you want me to be. Party, she's asking you to weigh in. How detailed do you need this map? I don't need it super detailed, but I do need to know... Accurate. Yeah, that's accuracy, is it? Yeah. Question. Answer daily. No. I just don't know if I can do it. Do this with druidcraft. Okay. Henna is technically ink from plants. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And druidcraft lets you make a twenty-four hour kind of permanent kind of vibe thing. Uh huh. Could I create a thing on the paper that she could then trace? In a more protected environment. But would you have to do before, the henna though? Old. No, it just it, you just create it with the druidcraft. It's just like a projection. It's a yeah, it's like a magical thing. I just I just don't know if it would like last to till we got out. 
Well, I mean, henna itself lasts multiple days on skin. But does it rub off on stuff? Yeah, it does a little bit. But the thing is, if you're putting it on paper for her to trace and you roll it up nicely. And I'm skilled to do it. Like, if he just projects it right onto my paper and then I just do it, like I ink over it. Yeah. I I will allow it. Uh, I will need a perception. Uh, yeah, a perception. Do I trust that it's going to be accurate? Well, here's the thing. We can we can have if Corey decides that they want to put this on your paper, you can verify the accuracy because I guess I can check it before I Yeah. And if you need to, now you you're halfway there. You can always ink in things that are inaccurate. Yeah. So Corey, let's have your perception. Uh if because you have others around you, you can have someone help and or if you have an at to use you may use this now uh cory how what is how does he that rolling look? on what is he perception rolling? a perception to see if he can uh like perceive the map well enough um, how would he get help with that wait i lift out my shirt <laughs> I, can't, I can't quite tell what that is is that yeah, a 20 i'm trying it is there it goes i also lift up my shirt so with, with the belly button light, the no, belly button light, uh, and and the the roll, uh, fizz. You see, you see like uh, this dark brown ink appear on your paper, uh, almost identical to uh, what you're seeing, but because Corey's just a little bit uh, shifted off and doesn't get quite everything, there's a. A probably two inch gap on the left side that you might need to sketch in if you wish. There doesn't seem to be a lot of data there. It just goes down the river uh, and there's one red arrow that goes to what seems to be a, a dot on the map that you can't quite make the name out. Potentially a town. Okay. So I start over there. If I move a little bit, can I see? or You can move a little bit. You, you see that there's a name. You can't quite make it out, but it seems to be off the main path. Probably um, a, a half day's trek. Okay. Like, I'll make note of it, obviously, okay. but... So Fizz, Fizz fills in the spots that uh, Corey couldn't see, but for the most part, it's a near replication of uh, what the, the party can see of that map, including some lighter brown lines for where the red is, uh, the tree details, almost perfect uh, layout of the, the river, uh, Fizz notices that a couple of the ripples on the river are a little flatter than they were on the map in the back. I just uh, saw. But she she adds a little bit of a peek to some of them, uh, just so it's almost uh, identical. Um, Fizz, your ink is is a, a blackish color, uh, yeah. and it it augments the the dark brown and light browns on the paper. Uh, and but as... when I'm drawing, like when I'm done, you can't even see what was there before. Uh, do you wish to complete it right now, or do you wish to Well, yeah, because I know it's only going to last a couple days, and I don't want it to, okay. like, I don't know what's going on, so I'm going to work on it now. Okay. Um, at, at that point, uh, Fizz and the rest of you, uh, since the world isn't changing around you, I believe you may all think it to be safe to remove hands from the gem if you wish, unless you want to stay in the brighter realm 
and work one-handed. Uh, I did have one question. Yeah. Uh, that voice, did that voice of, like, the, the master kind of person <laughs> in that kind of flashback sound similar to the voice that came out of the prince when I questioned him about his brother? History check, please. Cool. <laughs> I'm on the right path. I smell it. <laughs> uh, there, to to allow you all to roll on any other history checks, there was a booming voice that was heard during the, the light show as well. Looks like a 12? 12. Uh, it had a very similar tonality, but you can't quite be sure if it was the same. Um, it, it definitely had this, a same dark undertone to it, uh, a non, a non-natural sounding as the, the two voices you'd heard seem to be augmented by some magical or, or tormented undertone. Um, can I roll the, a history check for the one, the booming voice yeah. that was at the explosion? Yep. 10. 10. Uh, you two believe it had a very similar tone to either of the voices because it had some okay. unnatural, magical enhanced tonality, uh, the deepness, the gruffness, but you can't you can't place if it was one or the other or someone else with a, a similar uh, magical enchantment on them. Okay. All right. Anything uh... else, or is Fizz working in the dark? I mean, you I have, have dark, dark vision. Yeah, belly button, belly button Actually, light over your shoulder. Actually, daylight gives me disadvantage. Oh yeah, so Fizz is working oh, with belly button. Though. But it, if it's bright like a light, torch. Right? it's it's like a it's like a torch. It's not super bright. It I mean, do what you want. But... Uh, so belly button light and Fizz for a little bit. She's sitting there scrolling <laughs> on the pages, um, and after a handful of time, uh, do any of you do anything while she's working, or are you all just kind of like standing in the room, keeping guard while she's finishing up the drawing? Just standing in the room, twiddling my thumbs, looking for danger. The, the belly button light, Shit. the two guards. Uh, we got a we got a party here. The uh, the unseen servant and the mage hand are like doing some secret handshake. Like they're from high school or middle school, you know, whatever the the flappy handshake, slap clap, high five stuff is, you know. They're magical. Flappy slap clap. Slappy flap clap. I never knew what those were. I just saw people doing them. I'm like, whatever. Uh, so the slappy <laughs> flap claps of these uh, these magical beings uh, go on. And as as Fizz finishes up uh, and is able to roll the scroll, Fizz, how, how do you feel at this point now that you've copied this, this magical map down? No different than I did before. No different than I mean, I, I drew a map. I do that all the time. I've been doing that a lot. You I was already, like, preparing to draw one of the tunnels we've been going through. So so Fizz is already mentally, like, mapping the tunnels. She throws the, the map in her bag. Uh, do you continue into the next room or back out? I feel like... Well, what time of day is it? How long have we been in here? Uh, you all feel like you may have been there for... An hour or two, potentially three at the most. Uh, putting your hand into the, the crystal distorted your sense of time briefly. Uh, but it doesn't seem like you were in the crystal for days or hours or anything more than a few minutes. Should um, we follow it? It was mid-early morning. 
Uh, so a little past breakfast, probably 9, 10 a.m. when you decided to go down to the caves. Should we follow the goo drips down the other way? Yeah. Yeah, the yeah, goo drips came from in, this room, uh, and they go back from where you were through the cart, uh, like okay. past where the cart was, and then back to the, the tunnel with the spiral walkway that, that leads upwards, and then downwards potentially a little bit further. You said they didn't mm. double back, though. The drips did not double back. The drips came from this room or from the spiral. It went in some direction between that gemstone and the main spiral walkway that goes up and down in either direction. Did we see if they went up or down the spiral? No, you haven't. That would have to... Hmm. You'd have to follow that back out to the spiral, and you haven't been to this part of the spiral yet. Mm -hmm. And that's where you want to go, correct? Onward to adventure. Well, yeah, because now I'm curious. Well, now I'm curious if they came down from somewhere above, even though we saw it at the front, maybe... They went up and out. I don't know. Yeah, you don't you don't know where they went to or came from, but you know it Corrigan. was between this gem and elsewhere. I wonder if you might try something for me. Uh, how tall is Corrigan? Is he like a foot uh, and a half? Very short. I have it. Hold on. Uh, ten inches. Ten inches Ten tall. Inches. Oh, I thought you were going to put gem half. is the size of a human head. This this gem is about the size of Corey. Do you Ten think inches. you might try stepping all the way in there? You know, I had thought about it actually. <laughs> I was right? I was debating doing it. What if I hold on to you when you do it? It's like put a rope on you or something. I just, I, if I struggle, I'll just turn we'll into something big. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Says the person who is scared about even touching it. But I'm glad you well, have confidence now. Well, because I saw you all touch it and we're fine. It's true. <sighs> but we also didn't you know, put just our like, whole bodies in there, but... Do it. In a <laughs> Not you in a rock. It's fine. I mean, you do you. I investigated. I didn't, but I, I should have. But I'm I already said I'm going in. <laughs> go so, for it. Go do it. Do you go in with rope or without rope? What's going on? Without rope? What am without I? Some, I? We're free climbing this orb. Do you want me to put my hand in there? <laughs> Corey just walks. Corey just walks right into the gem. Flies, probably, right? Flies, walks, whatever it may be. Yeah, as Corey fully in, immerses, yeah. as Corey fully immerses himself in the gem, mm. uh, they disappear from your vision in the room. Corey, uh, as, as you step fully into the gem, you feel the room almost rewind in time. The table uh, around you just gets rebuilt into itself up above your head. Oh, no. um, the, the room uh, reverses. You see motion of creatures and people and things moving through. Um, and the room feels as if it had just been uh, built a, a couple weeks ago. The the stone flooring is perfectly uh, interlocked. There's almost zero gap in between each of the stones. It is the, the finest dwarven architecture that you've ever seen. Um, and the, the gem around you is kind of rippling. Do you wish to stay in the gem or walk out of it? No, I'll stay in there. As you stay in the gem, uh, time around you is, is like paused. 
As you look around, you notice there's a uh, there's a dwarf carrying a large gemstone uh, that's even bigger than the one you'd stepped into, um, and it is gleaming and glowing bright. Uh, from what you can tell, with the the mixed colors that this gem is that you're standing in is is doing, you think it's probably a, a deep blue or a deep purple. Um, but he's frozen in time, just like half stepped with a giant grin. Uh, like running out of the room uh, where you saw the map earlier and towards the, the carts uh, into the next room that was where you'd seen all the carts uh, and the tubing to send it back up the shaft. Um, but he's like stopped with a big grin. Uh, you see someone uh, peeking around the corner uh, where he's coming from and just like giving a big thumbs up and it seems like an exciting moment, like they've found the biggest gem or the brightest gem or a gem of this color. Like it's an ex it's very exciting to these these couple people you see, uh, but no one else is in the room. Um, and it seems that this is like a, a wonderful find at the near bottom of this pit. Uh, there's zero dust on the floor. In the back corner, there's a couple chairs. One where you'd seen the voice before, but across the way it's like the two chairs are turned in in the back of this room as if they were to be sitting and talking to one another there's nothing really hanging on the walls uh it seems to be a, a pretty clean room uh can i move about the room yes you'd have to leave the the gemstone that you're standing in yeah that's fine okay as you as you step out of this gemstone you see a wavering ghost of the gemstone sitting there and just kind of fluttering in spot. Um, the room comes alive very, very slowly. And you you see the, the dwarf running in incredible slow motion out of the room. Um, and it seems to be just a glimpse of where you're at in time. And as you move about the room, on top of this table, the gemstone that you had stepped into in the other, in the other uh, side, essentially, is sitting there. Uh, it's glowing incredibly bright at this point. Um, there's a few notes sitting around it. Um, a couple of the notes seem to say that it can only be handled by the finest of metals. Um, beware, don't touch, as it transports you to a different time or a different place. There, and all of these things are different handwritings, as it seems that other people have experienced things differently. Uh, but the, the main thing is that the gemstone can be moved and, and carved by metals. Uh, only of the finest caliber. Do you wish to venture outside of these rooms or, or stay here? Also, your party isn't seen at this point. Your party doesn't yeah. see you either. <clears throat> no, so... Corey is... assuming... that we are now back at... especially with the information from the notes, that we're now back at the initial discovery and study of the gemstone. Mm -hmm. My, can I interact with the world around me? That's going to dictate a lot. Yeah, you can, you can seemingly interact with, if you try to pick up a note on the table, uh, you notice that it comes with incredible force. Not that it's weighty, but like, because time is at like a tenth of the speed or, or slower than, than what you're perceiving it to be, or you're perceiving it at a much slower state, picking up a note requires you to just slowly lift it up. Um, 
as if you're you're experiencing life at a much higher rate than those around you. Okay. Right, Pietro Maximov. Um, Quicksilver. That's not, that. He's not actually a speedster. He just encounters time at a, at a much slower rate. Yeah. Ooh. So that that is that is what you're feeling. Glenn okay. gets to he flex his superhero knowledge. <laughs> actually. Um, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so. And the gem that the glowing gem on the table is the same gem that I went through. Yes. To the best of your knowledge, yes. Uh, it looks identical, and it seems to be in the same spot that if the table were to split in half right now, it would have landed identically where you'd step through it. Okay. <laughs> I do want to go and look around at other things, but what I want to do is mold earth mm -hmm. in, like, the wall uh, deep enough for the gem itself. Put the gem in, mold earth again, and make it appear that so smart. there was nothing there. Like, appear that the wall hadn't been touched. Does that make sense? Okay. okay. So you're, you're able to mold genius. earth and pull a chunk of the wall out, and you, you see the wall come out fairly slow, uh, much quicker than the motion of the rest of the group that's around you, the, the person giving the thumbs up and the, the other person running out. And the thumbs up kind of pulls back and you see the jaw slowly drop. And as the jaw has slowly dropped, it's like they're noticing the wall has been knocked out. And at this point, you've already got a hole in the wall. So if you were to look at it in real time, it'd be like that dirt's moved, the holes in the wall uh, almost magically happened, the dirt's on the floor. Uh, are you, how are you moving the gem? Are you just trying to lift it up? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd try to lift it first. Okay. Uh, as you touch the gemstone, um, your, your hands go and sink into the gemstone here. And as you, you do that, uh, you get the room, um, changes in the same way as when you put your hands in the gemstone a little bit prior. Uh, and you hear some very ethereal, echoey voices uh, of the party that are very familiar. You can't place them in the room, but they're they're talking about how you disappeared and where did he go? Are we getting Corey back? And you seem to be hearing their conversations um, in the same time frame. Like, time is moving in parallel in these two spots, uh, but you're unable to grasp the gem. The party does see... Uh, little wavy ethereal hands within the gem as if uh cory is like grasping the gem from the other side essentially what is the the gem sitting on a table it's sitting on a table a wooden table can i slide the table yeah uh the table is uh, a fairly uh, cheap wood. It seems that it was a, a very, a very uh, quickly made, uh, very well crafted, but not like a, a heavy oak table or anything. Uh, probably something so they can get it down to the, the bottom of the mine without a lot of effort. Uh, so it might be a bit of a push for you, as it is still going to be across the floor. Uh, but yeah, you can you can give it a push. 
So if you pull your hands back I mean, out, I can... you're back in that that time. Uh, I can turn into, I don't know, something with the strong, the strong enough yeah. thing to do it, like a bear or or maybe a giant sloth that has, or a giant badger that has a burrow speed just in case. Uh, just something big enough to make it not a struggle. Okay. Uh, my goal is to walk the table over to the wall, kind of like get under it and shoulder tilt to dump it into the hole. Take All the right. table back. And then you you want to put the table back, even you say. Yeah, I want to give right. as little. I want to leave as little evidence that anything went into this wall as possible. All right. So as as you do all of this, you you see the jaw just drop of this this. Uh, you believe it to be a young human uh, that was given a thumbs up. Uh, and the dwarf still is running, and you believe that the time it takes you to do all of this, to pull the dirt out of the wall and move the stones, push the table and dump the, the gem in, pull the, the table back, and then put everything back is in under a second real time. Um, you're, just, you're just moving this about, and the table is roughly where you need it to be. Still under the table is the glowing, rippling uh, gemstone that you had walked through. Uh, the the jaw had dropped on that uh, that young human, and they're looking about, and they're slowly walking in, and you see their hands go up in the air very slowly as there's papers fluttering down to the ground, the notes. Um, and they're looking at the tables if the gemstone had just like popped off of it, because it was so in- incredibly quick as to what happened in their perspective, that um, for what they know, the the table rattled and the gemstone just exploded and it's gone, and they're now like about to tear their hair out. Um, and you're you're not seen, so you're not really a part of their world. You're just uh, you're kind of there in a, a ghastly form. Uh, one final thing I'd like to do uh-huh. is write underneath of the table uh, and I realize this may cause me damage when I go back into the gem okay uh, right, I'd like to cast create bonfire fire so that a spontaneous fire just erupts essentially because I gotta try and trick the brain of that of the people that kind of saw a thing happen yeah so I want to basically make a bonfire whoosh and then at the same time thwip on out of back to back to my time all right. As you do that, you see the couple sparks start of this bonfire underneath this table. And as you step through the gem, uh, there's a loud crack, uh, both to your ears and the rest of the party who had perceived uh, this different timeline briefly. And as that loud crack happens, a flash of, of light hits. And the table that was used uh, and collapsed in the center is now... Uh, burnt into a crisp and there's some table legs tossed off to the side so whatever had happened here uh they had stopped using this area to the best of your knowledge almost immediately after this this gemstone exploded or or caught fire or disappeared uh, because the table legs seemed to be pushed off to the sides where where fizz had had drawn her her stuff that bit of the table was just burnt to a crisp and the legs are just laying there um, all of you see this happen right in front of your eyes. Corey reappears, and the gemstone disappears 
to all of you. Corey, you step through into this realm and the gemstone is gone. Uh, but you know what had happened to it at this point. Okay. Um, so Corey reappears in the rest of your vision with a snap and a crackle and a flash of light and the room changes a bit. I want to relay my experiences. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as jaws of drops. Oh, staring please at do. You. <laughs> It's going so fast, they couldn't even see. Uh, I had to cause some problems um, for them, some some commotion, as it were. Did it work? I don't know. I think so. Uh, I hope so. The gem definitely takes you to different places, uh, or time, rather, to previous time. Uh... And were they using it to communicate with dead? I don't know exactly what it's used for, but well, if if they were if they if it's possible to communicate with people in different timelines, they could have been communicating with someone in the future, which is why they had such a precise amount of years that they were waiting. Say that again. <laughs> so if we could see the past maybe they could see the future and they were trying to communicate with people who are alive now Corey, so that they knew remember... when they came, come back uh, Corey you do remember when you had tried grabbing the stone in the past you had seen your current timeline in real time as if time had passed identically uh, between the two uh, so your your speech, uh, uh, your your understanding of what Lily was saying, probably clicks a little bit. Okay, yeah, that that makes that makes sense. It, it looked like they had just discovered this thing and started to study it. Now, I'm not <laughs> I'm not a proficient uh, time traveler by any means, but. Um, there's a small chance, I don't know what this did, but there's a small chance uh, I just kind of effed up everything in the world, depending on causalities and reactions. And But I just thought it was better that this thing not be in the world. Oh no, also, our table is right broken. <laughs> it's in that wall right there behind about three feet of rock. Prove it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he burn it? A piece of the wood? He, he burnt the table, but he hid the gem in the wall. Oh. He, he bust a hole in the wall with mold earth. Then how did he come back through? Uh, because there's a, a wavering uh, vision of the gem that he'd walked through. Like okay. his link to his time, essentially. Was I still working on the map when the table disintegrated? No. You had, you had wrapped your map up, and you had encouraged him to go in. Okay. I could clear like a little Did I? I was like saying maybe he off. shouldn't, but... Think about if we could commune with ourselves in the future. Plan things out, know what's going to happen. That could be a really useful thing to the past. It could be a real shit show, too, though. Goes to now. Yeah. Mm. What if... It's one of those scenarios where you can't see yourself in another timeline and you just cease to exist. 
it implodes the reality. I mean, he broke our table. Who knows what else he did? But he just well, told us what he did. Well, if that was them communicating with the future, then they can't do it anymore if it's hidden. So maybe you just ended the threat altogether. That's that's my initial deep down hope, is what I did. Are but drips, how do we find out? How do we are test the drips the still? The drips are still there. Mm. Um, I think we need to follow that's... them again. Yes. I mean, we should definitely continue. Perception. Let's keep our eyes out for things that are different. Perception checks Perception? from everybody right now. Yes. Let's do it. Damn. Damn. My D&D Beyond dice rolls so slow. Really? Yeah. Nine. Yeah, I don't know why. My browser's being weird. Maybe it's oh, your that's internet. A 21. 21. Ooh. 10, a 9, a 21. 20 win. Did you get a 21 too? I got a 17. Okay. Uh, but what's 9 plus 10? 20 win. 19. No, it's not. Oh, is that a meme? No, 20 win. Oh. It's back to the vine era. Okay. Vine. Uh, so, Eljor, Eljor, you're the, the only one. You're the only one here, Eljor. You hear uh, a bit of an echo of footsteps and some voices coming back down the hall from where you uh, had ridden the cart, essentially. You believe them to be around a corner, so not down the cart path, but potentially a walk path. Uh, all you can understand from the voices is you hear a man say, The gem's this way, sir! They seem uh, to be coming your direction. The blue glow is gone, right? The blue glow is gone. This room is, is dark at this point. Because the gem is like in the wall, earth. right? Mold earth and get us in the wall. You would die very quickly. What are you talking about? Yeah. No, look at my face. Is this a dead end, DM? You haven't gone into the last room where you saw the map. Let's go into Let's the go last room. that room. As we go into I this room, do you as... want me to set a trap? My whisper that's not really a whisper. Do you want a trap set? What kind of trap? What kind do you want? Just kidding, I can only do like grease or like the thing that breaks the guy's ankle. <laughs> so we're, we're signaling to hide going into the next room all right uh as you all enter this next room and we queue up our raid uh as you enter this next room it seems to be the final room in the series it's even dustier than the last as if no one has been in here for you know, about a hundred years. Uh, there's a work table in the corner that is barely standing with a couple tools set on top of it. Uh, there's an apron thrown to the ground as if someone had left in a hurry. Um, and that's about it. Uh, the, the room itself is the last in the hall and the voices continue to get closer, talking something about the gemstone being this way. And this is where we're going to leave it, everybody. Voice is getting closer. You're in the very last room. We're going to cliffhanger this. 
Uh, oh no, I hope they don't fall. Oh man. More memes. Uh, so we're going to make sure this is uploaded so you can keep up to date. You can listen back through. Um, we're going to give you a recap when we start our next episode. Um, keep an eye on our social and our Discord. We are looking into what our next dates will be. We will not be playing the 1st of January. We, we no, we won't be playing the 1st of January. If we are, we're playing something not story-related because a lot okay. of people travel during that time. We may not be playing story-related. Or hungover. Or hungover. Y'all got sleeping. all the flights sold out. I can't go nowhere. Uh, <laughs> also, we may not be playing storyline on the 18th, which is two weeks from now, but we will probably, if, if not playing storyline, we'll probably be playing something else, whether it's a one-shot or another game. Do tune in. So on the 18th, we will be here. Uh, we will be picking back for realsies our series in January. So this cliffhanger is going to be a big one. Uh, I will I will make sure to keep you all updated. It's like a cliffhanger along. that like spans it's, a year. I mean that's that's how that's how a lot of the shows in the, the late '90s, early thousands did. Glenn. I'm sure. I'm muted. Dang it! Uh, I was eating carrots. I was trying to be considerate. Um, we're gonna have to wait on this cliffhanger. Hey, until 2022. Yeah. It's a cliff so big we're gonna fall into another year. Yeah, you're falling into another oh year. Cliff goodness. like a Dutch toilet. So, so I'm bringing I'm bringing you all back to the the 1990s, early thousands when. Cliffhangers were the end of the season. You had to wait till the next season, which was. I like thought you a were meeting away. like back to Y two K. Like, will it? Will it or won't Don't it? Lucas. Don't tell Lucas Martinez because he does not like cliffhangers. That's like my my bit, how I end every season, and he's still waiting on a Krampus wrap up from like three years ago. Lucas, if you're if you're <gasps> listening, uh, message me and I'll give you a slightly less. Are we doing a note? Are we doing a Christmas episode or Christmas something? Because do you remember? Okay, do you guys who remembers who yeah. remembers the game with Glenn and Sarah, hey, the, the Christmas first, episode? The first time you all met Glenn and Sarah on Here Be Dragons, there it was, was a really so good. Yeah. Uh, let's just plan that two weeks from now. We're gonna do a Christmassy <gasps> holiday theme uh, cast. Feel free to give me some thoughts of things you like not not a direction but like things you like so i can have some themes we already uh, did the grinch thingy though we already did the grinch thing but that was so much fun go to our discord uh we'll have we'll have an open poll if there's stuff you guys want to see in a, a holiday themed episode mm -hmm. uh get it in on our discord in the next couple weeks in the common room apparently tinker's opinions we will uh try to incorporate that and or theme around it so go to discord we'll chat about it and we'll see what falls out for the 18th larry all right what larry uh who are we raiding you, you, tonight you on this massive hole. cliffhanger uh, when group group called uh i don't know the group name but it streamers aaron porter, aaron uh, porter. a group of people playing Sweet. homebrew 5e game penguin witch doctor thank you for the roll for damage uh shout out there uh we are going for another group that's playing a massive uh 5e game so we're gonna hop there but do do look at roll for damage i believe i've watched them before they're pretty cool uh so feel free to follow them join in our raid uh, if you haven't kicked that off, let's do it, and we'll see you in two weeks for a Christmas 
themed or holiday themed episode and we'll see you in the new year to pick up this cliffhanger so everybody thank you for tuning in this this season this year and we will we'll see you soon this isn't bad larry and we are going to our video